so we got new furniture this week. Oh, um, yeah. Because we got a new house uh, approximately two years ago. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're now getting new furniture for there, it. You guys um, are moving in finally. Yep. <laughs> finally moving in. <laughs> Maybe decorating the walls here next month. So mm, we'll Cross see how that fingers, goes. Cross your fingers, everybody. Yeah. Um, but we recently had the interior of our house painted. Mm-hmm. And so we, we got new furniture to reflect that change or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have light gray walls. So we got some uh, light gray furniture to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went and got it last month, or we went to go shop for it last month mm. and uh, bought it and it just got delivered. But when we were going through the process of filling out the uh, the information for the purchase, um, we have like a 0% financing through the furniture company. Mm. Um, they took copies of our driver's licenses mm-hmm. and the guy brought mine to me and said, uh, Brent, your uh, driver's license is expired. I said, no, that can't <laughs> that can't be right. Uh-huh. Because I remember recently getting a new driver's license. Hmm. Um, so what I did when we moved last January is I just got a new driver's license to update my address. Hmm. And so it was September when this furniture purchasing hmm. happened, and I realized my driver's license was expired. It expired at the end of June, so it's a few months expired. Oh man! So, so I've been riding dirty oh, ever yeah. since. Um, but luckily that, that following day, uh, that following, uh, Monday, I went and was able to renew my driver's license, but it was weird because I tried to stay observant about that, uh, mm-hmm. much like the Sabbath, uh, <laughs> when the Lord said, and you <laughs> shall record a podcast <laughs> and keep but, your license renewed. <laughs> yep. But you know, I'm a, a professional duck banker mm-hmm. and, um, I do have to keep all these ducks, uh, aware of their IDs being, <clears throat> expired or not. Oh, yeah. Uh, or maybe it's soon to expire. So I, I do like to keep abreast of that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not abreast of mine. Mm. And uh, it is my secret shame. So <laughs> this, is my, this is my last episode. <laughs> is this your confession? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, Much like I sure said. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is it, is it because like you updated your address, but it didn't actually update the license itself? Like you yeah, started to do it? Yeah, it just changed the address. It didn't mm. change the... Uh, expiration at yeah, all that's annoying i feel like yeah because yeah, we just did ours too when we uh moved in this new house and uh i feel like uh when i changed that yeah it was like this is not redoing your license this is just changing the address and i was like mm-hmm. well why don't can we just do both at the same time you're still working on it like seems like it'd be easier that way but man that's a shame that uh um, you're a criminal yep well i mean it was bound <laughs> to happen sooner or later <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> i was either gonna so. rob a bank well no you wouldn't do that <laughs> You wouldn't do that. No, he can't. Mr. McDuck would be very upset. Oh, wow. Uh, Mm -hmm. You don't want to upset him. No. He will quack your ass off. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that that a thing? Steven, you're a real quack up. That was a good joke. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. I'm done, too. (laughs) That's it for me. Well, uh, yeah, so get that set up. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't want you to go to jail. I I don't even know what happens if someone, if you were, like, found driving expired license does that even matter do they care well here in the state of oklahoma it's Mm. uh immediate death by crushing Uh, they they actually bring in elephants from uh south africa wow and they they put your head on a uh a cut down tree stump we got them all over the place here in oklahoma (laughs) and then uh they they have the elephants uh smash on your head just crush it right there Mm -hmm. damn that's that's cold-blooded it is but then they just release the elephant into the wild of oklahoma so 
We've got cows. We've got people, a smattering people, of elephants. People don't know that about Oklahoma. A lot of elephants. Mm-hmm. A lot of elephants oh, from all the yeah. crushings. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, they're brought up in that crushing world, you know, so they, they get released in the wild. They just keep crushing. Mm-hmm. Um, they find whatever they can. Um, stumps, whatever they just see a stump, they just start crushing on it. Uh, they try to put cans up there, practice, you know, like a montage, training montage from the 80s. Just mm-hmm. elephants practicing in the wilds of Oklahoma. Yeah. There's a, a group of people that try to recruit the elephants to um, compete in competitions and games Ooh. and stuff. Okay. The elephant's like, I'm not a player, I just crush a lot. Uh, uh, shout uh-huh. out to Big Pun, rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you there's know, that joke. <laughs> when, I, when I woke up this morning and I was like, we're going to record this podcast, I, mm-hmm. I woke up and I said, I hope there's a lot of elephant puns. And if there's well, not... What are we even doing? You know what? Mm. We did it. We did it. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of. Yeah? Do you want to say we're doing it? Uh, I think you just did. Okay, well, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, today's show topic is uh, some horror movie discussion and a lot of other random shit that we did or watched. Yeah. Or said or whatever. I don't know. Or didn't renew. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, always. you know what? Uh, today's episode is brought to you by voting on November 6th, Mm. voting on November 6th. It's important. So do it. (laughs) We workshop that tagline. Yeah. All of five seconds. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know what? We're, we're 20 ish days away Mm -hmm. from voting. Yep. And I know some of you out there aren't registered. Uh, I hope, I hope you are by now because Mm -hmm. we've been, uh, talking about it we set up this website called votesaveamerica.com yeah, we did it took i don't know 20 30 minutes to do um yeah, yeah probably you know really spent a lot of time you know for <laughs> us um and uh yeah i hope you guys are registered and i get the sentiment that you don't think your vote matters but you know what it may not matter to you but it matters to some other people out there that can be drastically affected by it yeah. so get out there vote if you don't want to vote for yourself vote for somebody else i mean Technically, you have to vote for somebody else, yeah. but you, 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 <laughs> you catch my running. meeting, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're running, I think you can, you know, that's fine. But if yeah. you're not running, then yeah, you have to vote for someone else. Yeah. So. Well, uh, on that note, I, I was going to mention briefly that yesterday I went uh, canvassing for the first time with my brother-in-law, Josh. He invited me out to go door knocking for Beto. Um, it was uh, supremely uncomfortable, and uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll do it again, but I'm glad I did it. Go to yeah. democracy. Yeah. Uh, we most people aren't home, but uh, the people that were were all polite. Uh, one anecdote I wanted to share that was really funny though: the second house we we went to, uh, we were in a very uh, rich part of Houston, a very affluent uh, part of neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So generally, it's going to be like uh, older, rich people, probably leading Republicans. So we're like we're kind of in enemy territory. We we'll see how this goes. But uh, we went up to this house, second one, knocked on the door. A teenage girl answered the door and. <laughs> We had our Beto stickers on our clipboards, and she really quiet was like, looked behind her and was like, I like that candidate. My parents do not. And we just kind of like, <laughs> you should leave now. Like, just kind of was like shooing us away, and we're like, we got it. Cool, cool, uh-huh. cool. But it was really funny. Like, she was like, I I don't know if she could vote. I couldn't tell how old she was, but I was like, she will either vote for him or, you know, would have, uh, mm-hmm. given the age. And uh, different from her parents, though, but I thought that was really funny. She was like, you should go ahead, just leave. Just leave. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys put a sign in, in their yard, right? 
Yeah, well, we just did that. Yeah, whether they said so or not. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know the rules of these things, but that sounded like the thing to do. So democracy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The sign says Beto or death. So yeah, ride or die. I mean. When people give, you know, you knock on the door and they, they're either not home or they give you uh, the go away, uh, the only thing to do to respond is to put a sign for your candidate in their yard. I don't know any other way mm-hmm. to do it, really. So, Well, if you need them, I can ship some elephants down there and we'll okay. start crushing heads. Okay. So they, yeah. they signed up for better or death or were signed up for on, on your... Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know. yeah, so that's fine. I, th- I think that's legit. So you're saying that, like, democracy is great because it's, you know, it's free. You can vote whoever you want to. But if you don't vote for Beto, we will crush your head with an elephant's foot. Look, I'm saying if <laughs> your political party's animal is an elephant, uh, mm. I think there's some pretty stiff irony to be crushed by one. Gotcha. Okay. I see what you're doing there. You know? I see. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um I do, uh, I, I agree with that. I can see that. But, you know, in the interest of democracy and being free, I think that it, just in general, I like this idea, but I think we should just apply it to everybody. You know, I don't necessarily want people to vote for, I do want people to vote for Beto, but I just really want people to vote more than mm-hmm. anything. So I say, like, if you just don't vote, you get crushed by an elephant. And that way it just forces everybody to want to vote. And then we try to steer them in the, to the right candidate. But what do you think about that option where it's, you know, maybe more carnage actually because uh, the first year people were like call our bluff but then we'll crush them with elephants uh, so yeah cool. I could see that so here's here's what we do we mm-hmm. we crush their heads with an elephant foot okay. and then <laughs> with the remaining corpse gets kicked by a donkey mm. so you get both sides both sides yeah. okay yeah. that makes yeah. sense it's non-partisan <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, sometimes Ross Perot you remember Ross Perot Mm-hmm. Uh, for multiple elections, he'll come. Uh, Can I finish? Can I finish? Yeah. <laughs> he will come and uh, he'll take a, one of those little straw flat top hats. I don't know what they're called. Uh, you know, the old timey hats. He'll have that on his head. He'll mm-hmm. he'll put it on your chest. He'll take a dookie in it, and then he'll say what you said. Can I, Can finish? I finish? Yeah. And then that's your punishment. That, wow. So you get okay. elephant. You get donkey kicked. You get shit on by Ross Perot. <laughs> Is that? Cover everybody. Is he the official mascot of the independent party? I, I just didn't know what else to do. And I, I figured mm-hmm. Ross Perot is, is the one that always sticks in my mind from my childhood. Is He's basically the independent party. Yeah. If there were a party that was just called that and it wasn't just the openness of, uh, of everybody that kind of fell into that range and didn't mm-hmm. fall into a uh, Democrat or Republican. Ross Perot is their mascot. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Hey, I like it. I like it. Done. So... Uh, so, audience, you know what you have to do. Vote on November yep. 6th or get crushed by an elephant, kicked by a mule, <laughs> <laughs> or I guess a donkey. I guess there's yeah, a I difference. Don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what the difference is. I don't even is. know if there's a difference, yeah. But look, I don't want to offend any farmers out there that may there vote. Or do I? Which way are you leaning, <laughs> farmers? <laughs> and then get shit upon by Ross Perot. So, yeah. yeah. Those are your options. Covers all bases. Yeah. Man, we're we're really helping democracy here. I think so. I hey, think you know what? Really if good. it were me, I'd simply just get out there and vote. Yep, it'd be easier, guys. Yeah, because there's a lot of scheduling that goes into uh, elephant, donkey, Ugh. Ross Perot, uh, murdering. <laughs> 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 Do you know how hard it is to get an elephant from Oklahoma to Texas? Have you seen Operation Dumbo Drop? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a logistical nightmare. 
It's hard to get a dolphin to a different place, all right? It is. It's very They're hard. Big. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah. So voting, good, I guess. Was that a good bit? Yeah. Lasted like. I think people 10 liked minutes. it. We just got an email. <laughs> Stop doing that. Oh shit! All right. Well, hey, speaking of emails. Oh yeah. We have a couple from Sarah Brindley. And uh, Perfect. I don't know that these are necessarily uh, made for <laughs> reading on the show, but you know what? We're going to do it. Mm, so okay. the first one. We can always add it. <laughs> not, not on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so uh, her first email uh, is just a, a quick uh, one line here. It mm. says, watch A Star is Born and you'll understand my vote in the What Would You Rather Lose poll. This is in reference oh, okay. to the um, yeah. the the Apocalypse poll, which would you rather lose your sight or your hearing? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's reflective of what she was uh, saying when she voted to uh, lose her vision over losing her yeah. hearing. Uh, and then in her second email, she says, Disclaimer, not sure if that last email is a spoiler or not. Also, I wrote that while <laughs> in the middle of a real ugly cry. <laughs> she has two crying face emojis here. <laughs> And, That's uh, fantastic. She, Not she that she's crying, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, love, why, apostrophe, all. Uh, and then mm. she says, P.S., congrats, Brent, on your 24-hour comic accomplishment. Aww. Josh has an idea for a comic that maybe someday, parentheses, uh, when you forgive him for the cookie debate, mm-hmm. close parentheses, why, apostrophe, all can work together, <laughs> can work on together. So, uh yeah, maybe. I like yeah. I, I like how you read like a robot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't. My apostrophe. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know what kind of spoiler that would be. That that actually makes me more intrigued. Uh, I didn't think that could even possibly be one. So uh, maybe she did spoil a whole lot. We don't know. But um, I want to see that movie. I don't know that that's a Brent kind of movie. Uh... You know, I'm usually I'm a real big fan of musicals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He loves that. Um, and, and you so know me, not. every time Gaga comes to town, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go Gaga. So, um, I just imagine you go to a concert and like, a, like you dress up like cosplay and a Lady Gaga thing. <laughs> wow, that's an interesting look for you. I, gotta, I, I just put it on you on my, in my head. It's very, like the bubble one. You know, the bubble oh, suit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, I was going to go meat suit. Oh, I thought you half might. Half meat, half bubble. Okay. Yeah. Do something different. Yeah. I like that. Multi era. Like diagonal. From like yeah. shoulder. Yeah, across to, the body. Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. It'd be the the mullet of uh Gaga costumes. Meat on top, <laughs> bubbles on bottom. <laughs> that could be really interesting. Yeah. Um but yeah, I want to see that movie. I think it looks really good. Um and I've heard really good things about it, so that's cool. But uh I could I could totally see that, uh, from what she's saying for, for Sarah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope you like it. <laughs> Good luck with that, Stephen. Thanks, Brent. <laughs> Look, it's a musical. It's uh, just not just not for me. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'll see it eventually. Maybe it's good. Uh, yeah. I also have heard good things. It's just uh, you know not to my taste. But even things yeah. that uh, might be to my taste are not for me. <laughs> As Sometimes. We'll, as we'll mention later in this very episode. Oh, interesting, yeah. So, uh, but also I did want to mention, uh, she um, said some very kind words about the uh, 24-hour comic, and yeah. boy, what a what a week this has been for me uh, uh-huh. on a personal level. I've had a lot of people reach out to me on social media. Um, some cool. people I have not heard from in uh, years have, mm-hmm. uh, 
have mentioned that they've read the comic and they really enjoyed it and whatnot. Also, family members seem very confused about it, but hey, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> family members are like, wait, you like comics? What the? You could draw? What is this? How do I get a copy? Uh, well, it's, uh, it's just online, so there it is. Um, but yeah, I've had a lot of really positive reaction, very and it's, cool. it's so so weird, uh, but like in a good way. Um, mm-hmm. Because when I was making it, I was really just doing it to do it for myself. Obviously, I knew I would post it online, but I, <laughs> I just was so wrapped up in the process itself, I never really thought about people actually reading it, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and let alone enjoying it. Um, but I've had a lot of people uh, say that they really enjoyed it and yeah. had somebody online say that uh, they're hard to make laugh. Uh, uh-huh. But they laughed a couple of times while reading it. I was like, nice. wow, that's the, the, the biggest compliment I of know, all, yeah. right? So, uh, but yeah, cool. so everyone who read it, and uh, even if you didn't enjoy it, if you just read it, uh, thank you very much for taking the mm-hmm. time uh, to do so. Um, it, it really means a lot to me. So thank yeah. you for that. And uh, I can already feel myself getting the itch to do one again next year. So, oh, really? That's yeah, funny. So about halfway through last week, I was like, you know what? Actually. I bet I could do that It year. wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. So putting myself through all that punishment, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's cool. Um, well, I'm glad people liked it. Um, uh, cause I was just being polite, you know, so that's cool. Yeah, people actually dug it. <laughs> I, I got the middle finger emojis, uh, yeah, emojis yeah. that you sent me. So. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Put me in my no, place. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, cause it was, it was really good and uh, I'm glad you're kind of wanting to do it again now cause, um, I think you should. So, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you said that you're going to fully commit to it next year, so I, I figured I might as well do it as well. Nah, uh, play, it back, play it back. Play it back on the tape. We'll, we'll insert I'll, it. We'll insert the audio right here. Uh, I, Stephen Fisher, <laughs> am going to do it for sure next year. All right. That's not fair because you can do my voice really well, and I snored a lot, and you got it. So. That's <laughs> so why everyone that calls me. you Piggy Boy. Uh, <laughs> don't bring it up, Brent. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, I'm not going to commit right now, but I, I do like the idea. I liked it this year. I just you know, wasn't geared up for it right now. But uh, mm-hmm. I have lots of, you know, you and I have talked for years. I have lots of different ideas for comics. I don't know of any that I could do in 24 hours necessarily, but um, mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like a really cool project and everything. So Yeah. Oh, and Sarah, if uh, Josh wants somebody to illustrate his stories, um, he knows what he has to do. I need a full <laughs> written statement. Uh-huh apologizing for his unthoughtful, Oof. uncalled for Oof. savaging of the basis of pop culture combat. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a lot of artists out there, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he can find one. Yeah, but maybe mm-hmm. there's a collaboration in the future. We'll see. This is uh, an LTAS, uh, not reunion, but uh, just union, an LTAS union. Bringing people together? Yeah, I don't know. All right. <laughs> maybe. Look, maybe uh, he has a good idea. Maybe I want to write his coattails, yet. you know? Yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I yeah. definitely want to do that if you can. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he should submit his idea to uh, Brent is better uh, than Josh.com. Is that, is that right? Yeah, there's not even an at. It's just a, a, a full-on <laughs> website. Just the website. Go see yep. it. There's a form. Josh, you'll, you'll see it. Yeah. There's a form. Fill it I've, out. I've designed it to to say this page does not exist. You'll find the submit button. You mm-hmm. know what to do. 
Well, Josh is a is like a web developer or like a software engineer, so yeah, good. He could probably he should have it. no problem doing it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's probably pr- pretty good. All right, yeah. cool, All right. cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else from the emails? Nothing else from the emails, but I do have a couple of things I wanted to mention briefly. Go for um, it. So it is October time, mm. Halloween season, if you will. Yeah. All Hallows Eve, just around the corner. There are a couple of corners. It's, it's, this month yeah. is like a square, so we're, we're, we're a couple of yeah. corners. In, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so around this season is when, I believe it's General Mills, releases mm. the... I feel like I'm wrong already on that. I don't know who makes a cereal. Whatever. So that's when um, they have these um, delicious Halloween cereals released. Mm. Count Chocula is typically year-round mm-hmm. because it's chocolate. Everybody likes chocolate, right? Mm. Um, but they release Booberry mm. and then Frankenberry as well. Mm-hmm. I have acquired all three cereals. I tried to do that <laughs> last year, uh-huh. but they sold out quickly. Like oh, halfway wow. through October, they mm-hmm. were they were gone. I couldn't find them anywhere. Um, but this year I have all three, so I'm going to do one mm-hmm. leading up to or leading through Halloween. Uh, okay, one each week here. So first one I want to talk about is Booberry. Uh, mm-hmm. guess what? It's delicious. Of course it is. <laughs> it's cereal. Cereal is one of my top three favorite foods. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, good. It, it has marshmallows. Milk, by the way, it is general milk. Yeah. Perfect. So you're good. Yep. Yeah. It's my favorite um, person in the military. Describe, <laughs> describe, uh, yeah, the cereal, because I, I remember these from my childhood, but I haven't had them mm-hmm. in a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big cereal person. Um, I know. what I know, um, oh <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I am for real shocked. <laughs> Are you really? Yes. Oh, interesting. You don't like cereal. Did you not eat it growing up? <sighs> okay. Brent, Brent, we, we've talked about, you know, how I'm, uh, I have some picky eating things. Uh, if, if it hasn't been mentioned on the podcast before, um, which I feel like it had to have been, but I don't eat it. No, Stephen, I just censored that. No one heard that. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is not ready for that. We should bring that up another time then. We'll yes. leave that yeah, out. That's, that's a whole conversation. I grew up eating cereal, but I despised milk in my cereal. Okay. So I liked dry cereal. Mm-hmm. And I got made fun of for that. Like, I didn't care, but like people would be like, what? All the time for, for fucking years. And I finally started, like, forcing myself to put milk in it so I wouldn't be the weirdo. Uh, like, maybe, like, God, it's been, like, probably, like, seven years ago, eight years ago, sometime now. And I started to like it. And I was like, all right, I get where this is going. I like, I, I get where people like it, whatever. But I've just never been that into it. My family is huge into that. My sister and my mom used to eat, uh, do you remember, like, alphabets? Alphabets? Alphabets. That's what it is. Um, it's, like, a generic cereal, but it's, like, letters and stuff. Uh, yeah. The alphabet, obviously. Um, they used to like snack on those all the time. That was like their main snack or whatever. Like growing up, they would always like bring those out, you know, whatever. Uh, I was never that way though. My family is, but it's never been my big thing. So, uh, it's partially because I'm a weirdo and I don't like to eat it, how people eat it. And, uh, and that's my story. Well, look, I, I have no problem with you not eating milk with your cereal. I'm lactose intolerant okay. myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will get almond milk or whatever, but look. I eat cereal. I, I just raw dog it. I just put my hand in there and sure. just eat it that way. You know, yeah. it's fine. Um, I like it both ways. But uh-huh. I, you know, I don't 
just use it for breakfast only. I use it as a mm. snack throughout the day. Yeah. Put my uh, gross brown hand in there and you know scoop it, scoop That's it in my gullet. Um, but it's a yeah. hand spoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, wow. Okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't mean to this be a big thing. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, deal with it a lot in my life. So, I'm just uh, going to delete the rest of the show script. We have a lot to discuss. <laughs> so, Stephen, uh, break it down for me. Uh, <laughs> really? Let's get real in depth. <laughs> no, First and I get you. I get I get cereals like that for people, so I understand. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just not for me. So. Okay. All right. Hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm not mad. But, I'm just disappointed. But <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> It touched me deeply. Uh, uh, I'm, so I'm curious, though. I don't remember these cereals that well. I haven't had them for years, mm-hmm. even if I was a cereal person. Because, um, yeah. like you said, like they, it's like they took them away and then brought them back a few years ago or something like that in like limited edition or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's a seasonal thing. Um, yeah. Kind of like the, the Reese's Puffs cereal. They have uh, pumpkin and like bat designs for Halloween okay. as well. So I think General Mills just doesn't make them like yeah. the, like I said, except for Count Chocula. Uh, they don't make the Booberry and, and uh, Frankenberry throughout mm. the year just because it's i guess kind of odd flavors they're halloween i guess more halloween specific i don't yeah, know yeah i mean even just the design i don't know people yeah. still for it. yeah uh, but uh booberry very good has marshmallows yeah. in it love it cool love me some marshmallows uh and then um the cereal bits are blue but they don't really taste like blueberries per se they just have like a berry mm. flavor to them okay um it's all good though it's all good yeah. you know i ate some <laughs> i ate a few handfuls before bed last night um you know, I'm really on a health kick, so. Um, <laughs> Great delivery. Um, yeah. yeah, so you're doing one a week, so you've only opened, like, one box at a time? Yeah, so the the first Oof. one that I got, it was the only one that, that they had at Walmart when I went there to uh, pick up some other stuff. It's just right by my work, and I had to go uh-huh. there uh, on Friday after work. Um, and I was desperately searching the cereal aisle. All they had was this, like, family-sized Booberry, oh. so it's the the giant box, um, and then the next day I went to the uh, local grocery store here, at Reesers, and I yep. fo- I found the uh, the regular size boxes, the Frankenberry and Count Chocula. So I've got those, but I've got yeah. a lot of uh, Booberry to work through. Gotcha. Uh, but let's be honest, not a not a big deal. Uh, yeah, I will yeah. get through it. Oh, yeah. I guess I believe in myself, so yeah. Yeah. I'm really going to uh, to try to make sure that the, the other cereals don't go stale before I get to try them, but they're unopened so far. So yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm, good. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that I'm all right. Be fine. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, this will be interesting. So, uh, had you had this since they've like re-released it or like when was the last time you'd had the, the boot? Yeah, I, I think this is the one that I had last year. I think okay. the only one I didn't have last year was count Chocula, okay. but you know, I've, I've, I've had all of these before. You know, yeah. um, but much like the 24 hour comic thing, I set a goal ahead of time, you know, mm-hmm. for for this year. Yeah. This is the year. This, this is the year. year. I really just ruined myself making a comic for 24 hours. This is the year I finished ruining my myself by <laughs> slamming so much breakfast cereal into my oh, guts. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, weeks I mean, at a time. It's if you have a dream, you need to follow it. Mm-hmm. You're following your dream. I get it. Yeah. Cereal. That's what Brent's, Brent's dream is. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true, and um, yeah. So that's 
that's pretty much it with the uh, booberry. So if, right, cool. uh, if you haven't had a uh, booberry in a while, go find yourself some. I kind of craving it right now. There, now hey, it. you're coming yeah. around, you know, yeah, so. we'll get you. We'll get yeah. you. We'll recruit you to our team. We'll get t-shirts. We'll all have a good time. What? Oh, shit. Are you Sorry. okay? Yeah, I just got hit in the face by uh, by these snacks. It's almost like it was a snack attack. So. <laughs> it was a, a, a visual gag, but uh, you know what? But Worth I think it. the sound is going to be really good with that. <laughs> that plastic in your face was really good. Oh, it was a good time. So he, he That was not a Foley effect. He really did hit himself in the I face, did. folks. I did. Yeah. I almost knocked my goggles off and yeah. my hard hat. <laughs> Safety first of this podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's here's the thing about, about friendships, right? It's, mm. it's uh, they're like casual friends. And then there are uh-huh. friends that you will like take the time to like text bullshit about Stephen. Mm-hmm. you and i will do this yeah. um my friend ross will do this mm-hmm. for me yeah. um and on friday morning just after i got to work i got a text message from him that said hey you like combos right <laughs> the uh, the criminally yeah. underrated uh, oh, snack okay, yeah. snack food item uh-huh. and uh i said yes and he texted me a picture of combos that i've never seen before now for uh-huh. those of you who don't know they're like a a um, cylinder, like pretzel, filled mm. with some type of um, filling, filled mm-hmm. with the filling. Mm-hmm. Who could have imagined, right? Okay. Um, normally, it's like nacho cheese, or there's a pizza flavor that's really good. Um, but he texted me a picture of honey sriracha baked pretzel ah. um, combos, and um, I was immediately intrigued. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. sriracha. I like honey. Mm. This is a combination of the two. Yep. So on my lunch break that same day, I went and I tracked some down, and holy shit, these are del- delicious. Yeah. Sorry, my, okay. My my tongue started to swell. You just got from so excited thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, honey sriracha uh, combos. Go get some of those. Okay. Mix them around with your blueberry. Oh, we're pour really? some eh, pour some almond milk on there. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Keep the heat down. Absolutely. <laughs> Were combos meant to be in milk or almond milk? Yeah, I mean, you know, sure. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I asked that because uh, I'm also not a combos fan. Um, but the, did you did you speak of a, a velociraptor? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. Oh! Oh! <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, and it made it sound like they were trying to say some words, which makes sense with the, where that franchise is going now. So mm-hmm. uh, I like that. Uh, no, uh, and it's not that I'm, I, I would say I'm not a fan. It's that uh, it's another thing I didn't really grow up eating. I remember those being around. I had a lot of friends that were into those, but I just never ate them. So I don't even know if I like combos uh, or which ones I would start with. I saw them uh, recently <laughs> on a road trip. Wait, which one you would start with? I feel like you yeah. think there's a story that's being told through these snacks, and you don't want to jump in on them. <laughs> you can, you have a, you're like, wait, where's Brent, the story going? Where's, the, where's you, this flavor Brent, taking me? You know I don't like spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go in order. Come on, man. You have to do your research. Yeah, you know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, like, you know, do you go regular? Do I go a special flavor? Like, I like pizza. I like pizza flavored stuff, like chips and stuff. I like I like, like Pringles, and there was like uh, some other type of chip I used to grow up on. Um, mm-hmm. I used to like, but uh, 
But it's like, should I start there or is that too much? Should I start with like a regular combo? I feel like this is a Amanda thing. I feel like she liked combos or she definitely would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't really remember eating them growing up. So uh, You definitely need to track some down. Yes, have Amanda okay. uh, shepherd you through the snack aisle okay. and pick out a couple of, of uh, varieties of combos. Uh-huh. I also got the seven layer dip combos, which are also new. That's a, that's a thing? It's, it's a thing and they're okay. also very good. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, okay. There's so many questions. Um, if I, if I got some, I, I, I mean, I could get some varieties, but for this one in particular, this honey sriracha, Mm uh, what is the actual filling first off? I don't know. It's just like. Just filling? Yeah. Just some, some type of filling. Steven, don't, don't question it. Don't question (laughs) it. Just eat them. They're great. Um, I was going to say, though, that uh, honey sriracha is intriguing because uh, honey, like spicy, spicy honey has been like a, a thing lately I've been seeing on like Instagram and food things. It's like a, the new hip thing. So that's kind of interesting. I'm looking on the packaging here and it says the filling is something called Soylent Green. So, huh. yeah, huh. I hear it's for people. So sounds delicious. Yeah. So okay, you know what? Cool. just go with it. It's just some okay. type of uh, some type of uh, filling. Not feeling. Okay. Filling. Feeling. Feeling. Feel. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. There's a thing Brit, inside of a thing. Brett had a stroke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, I, I feel like that's a good slogan for them, though. It's like, it's a feeling. Hey, feeling. that is. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think there's something that we could workshop that. That could work. <laughs> there's something there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I can't believe I've disappointed you twice in a row. On your snacks, um, I'll you know do what? better. That that just means there's room for redemption. Okay, yeah. I like. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Stephen uh, Fisher, the road to redemption, the Brent Hibbert start. story. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> man, I would watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> Wait, and who, I better. What is this documentary about? <laughs> who is this about? It's it's. People would be like, it's avant-garde, it's weird, it's about combos and friendship, and I love it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but also, there's there. Also, cereal and part, <laughs> portions of the Zapruder film are in this. <laughs> it's, it's something new and different, and that's what we're trying to introduce to the world. So, mm-hmm. Well, hey, argue with that. speaking of something new, sounds like there's going to be a new Star Wars TV show coming to Disney Play, what, next year? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to open it right now. <laughs> you sounded real annoyed. I don't know. Well, I was, I was like, yeah, Brent's going, he's leading into this next transition so well. I'm going to click on the link that I put in our script. And it was like, do you want to open through these different websites? I was like, just open it. And then it, it fucked it up and I couldn't. Uh. The weirdest thing is, uh, why was Pornhub an option? Listen. <laughs> That's like a search, search option that just pops up. <laughs> Pornhub is everywhere. It's ubiquitous now, man. <laughs> People just needed to search. Uh, yeah, so there's a new show called The Mandalorian uh, that mm-hmm. was announced uh, like the other week. Um, coming from, I guess the series creator is John Favreau. Um, he had been rumored from to work on Save a America. Yeah, Pot to America. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, he had uh, been rumored to work on a live action Star Wars TV series for their streaming series. Their streaming. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Brent? Platform. Service? Platform. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming up soon. 
And uh, we don't know a whole lot about it. It's going to be between the films, like between uh, episode six and episode seven um, that came out recently. Oh, so okay. I didn't it's realize that's what be, it was. Yeah, so like it's not going to be Boba Fett or Jango Fett like we've seen in the other movies. It's going to be another person in that armor, I guess, uh, kind of in between those. And it's going to be a um, some sort of um, adventure series, I think, kind of outside of the Skywalker saga, you know, of Star mm-hmm. Wars, which is cool. But I heard um, that it's instead of focusing on a male protagonist, it's going to have a female protagonist. Protagonist. <laughs> they fumble through that word. Holy shit. I hadn't heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be based on Little Miss Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when people start unsubscribing from the show. <laughs> that was the exact moment. Oh, my God. We can pinpoint it right there. <laughs> that was it. Well, there are a lot of cool people involved. Uh, so, obviously, you've got John Favreau, who directed Iron Man and Iron Man 2 and... Um, Zathura. The, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He was in Rudy. He, uh, he's Rudy's best friend in Rudy. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't remember yeah. that. True story, yeah. Uh, but it also has a lot of different um, directors involved that are coming on to um, film episodes of the show, including Taika Waititi. <gasps> wow, holy yeah. shit, I didn't know that. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard. She's going to direct? Uh, she's going to direct. Nice, okay. Uh, I think she's done some things, but I'm not sure. Um, she directed a, a few like segments and episodes of different things, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. There's a Deborah Chow. I, I don't really know of anything she's been in, but she's done episodes of uh, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, uh, Better Call Saul, stuff like that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Filoni, who did um, The Clone Wars and The Star Wars Rebels. Um, he was the showrunner for both of those, um, the animated series they were doing. So he'll be coming on to do a live-action episode, which is cool. Awesome. Um, and then uh, Rick uh, Fumayiwa, Fumayiwa uh, who did uh, the movie Dope. I don't know. I've, I tried to watch that once. I didn't really get into it, but uh, I want to see it. I've heard really good things. Yeah, it's on my list to watch. I haven't, I haven't seen yeah. it yet either. But I think he was going to direct The Flash, and he was announced, and he oh. came out at one of the San Diego Comic-Con things. And uh. then like a few weeks later, they were like, yeah, he's not doing it anymore. And they oh, just really? have a consistent issue huh. with trying to get somebody to direct that goddamn movie. It'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But, uh, man, yeah, that is a an interesting uh, list of directors. I there. know. High caliber, you have, right? You have people, yeah, people who yeah. are actors and then um, d- directing an animation coming to live action. That's that's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a lot of cool things around I it. I meant to mention it uh, a couple months ago, but um, the first episode of Luke Cage Season 2 is directed by Lucy Liu. And she did oh, a, wow. a really good job of it. So, yeah. So I, yeah. I like the opportunity for um, actors to finally get behind the camera. I know. Because, because there are a lot of yeah. them that are like, well, what I really want to do is direct, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's cool to do that. Maybe Chris Evans will do it. Uh, maybe he'll cater one Ooh. of the, the episodes. You know, I actually think that he has directed some stuff. I, mean, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of it, Chris Evans. But uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of actors out there that I, I find that viewpoint uh, extremely intriguing to become a director and see yeah. their viewpoint of having uh, started in that industry as an actor and know from that angle, you know? Yeah. And uh, like I was like, I can't remember who it was right now. It might have been, I think it was Affleck, Ben Affleck, you know, who's uh, a really good director. Um, mm-hmm. And he, when you look back at his filmography... He's worked with, like, almost every major director in Hollywood. Or, like, he knows them, like, tangentially. But, like, he'll, like, 
he's been on set with so many people uh, that mm-hmm. he gets to ask all these questions and stuff and kind of learn from them and then like apply it, which is really cool too. So, uh, but yeah, I saw this for the Mandalorian. I saw this little um, blurb about the story of it on here as well. Um, it says after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So I think it'll be like kind of like a space western idea. Um, that okay. kind of like outlaw type thing. And I mean, obviously he's a bounty hunter and stuff. So, um, so yeah, just it seems really cool. So looking forward to that one. Yeah, that does sound awesome. I was afraid it was going to be in between episodes like, what, three and four? Mm. Like in an era we've already been in yeah but this i know we're like episode nine is coming out in mm-hmm. a year or two or whatever um but even still it's it's more of yeah. a a question mark as to yeah what's going on there so yeah it's like the i didn't watch the animated series but i, I think like star wars rebels takes place between three and four so it's like after okay. the prequels and before you know luke showed up like what were the rebels doing so it's like yeah we've kind of hit that up um, I'm not sure about the other one too, but uh, definitely for this, it seems like we still haven't really. We've only like scratched the surface of that era. There's like 30 years, you know, between um, episodes six and seven. So that's kind of yeah. cool to open that up and being on the, the edges of space, the edges of the galaxy where they're not, you know, going to be affecting other things as much uh, will be interesting. They can kind of do what they want, and then to see how it'll weave in, you know, with the rest of the stories. I'm sure something will cross over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be kind of fun. So. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Are Mandalorians like a specific race of yeah. humans or something? You know, I honestly don't know. I'm not that deep into the Star Wars lore. Um, I know that like the armor that Boba Fett wears is Mandalorian armor. I don't know if it's like a, a tribe or a species or what that's supposed to mean exactly. Um, yeah, I never really followed that that much. But same kind of thing like when they're saying when they call it the Mandalorian, yeah, they're going with that like that vibe you know whatever that costume and stuff so do you think if later down the road let's say we're in season five of this and the mm-hmm. whoever is playing the mandalorian that actor is like all right i'm ready to move on so they're like let's kill me off and replace me with someone else and then they replace it with a female and then the internet is going to be like, it's Mandalorian, not Womandalorian. <laughs> Man, DeLorean, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might happen. That could. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, I'd say we're getting better as a society, though. So hopefully five years from now, we're going to be at full, full peacetime. And nobody would be that upset on online, I think, right? Five years from now, it's only going to get calmer. Sure. Yeah, it seems to be the way the world is going. Absolute <laughs> cool. Absolute peace and prosperity. <laughs> uh, you know, I saw a book last night uh, called From Cold War to Hot Peace, and that name has just stuck with me because I was like, I get what you're saying, but it just sounds weird. I that don't was, like it. Ironically, that was also on Pornhub. <laughs> That's where I found it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, hot piece though. I just I it kept saying it over my head, and I was just like, Ugh, I don't like it. Hot piece. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so catch the Mandalorian on Disney streaming service sometime. Use promo code LTAS to receive no benefits. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving to you <laughs> as our listeners. Uh, so the next next topic we have on here is uh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. 
had a new trailer. Yes. Uh, did you get a chance to watch that? I did. I watched it before we recorded today. Uh, the first cool. time I had, I had seen it. Um, what you think? I thought it looks really good. Um, but I, I know we're going to discuss a related show. I figured we could just bring it up. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same breath. But. So, um, I, I think the trailer looks good. It seems mm. interesting. Um, anytime I hear fifties music, it makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Um, I th- oh. maybe it's a, a brown person thing, but I'm just like, <laughs> that, that was not, not a good time for, <laughs> for people with my skin tone. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I just never thought about that before. Yeah. Uh, every time I just hear that, I just, uh, nope. It's like, oh yeah, that's probably, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, uh, totally it's weird. It's weird to yeah. me, but I think that's the tone they're they're going for. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm confused as to what era this takes place and if this actually takes place in the 50s or if it's more modern or, or what. But uh, maybe it's one of those things that um, is kind of like Riverdale in that it's mm-hmm. uh, anachronistic, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Where yeah. it's just like it takes place in whatever time it needs to. Mm-hmm. I, d- I didn't see anyone using cell phones or whatever, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I thought I it don't looks, know. I thought it looks pretty good. It, it, it appears that uh, a goat-headed Satan is in this, which I is know. metal as fuck. So I know. <laughs> I'm totally on board for that. I did not expect that. Yeah, yeah. until the trailers came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm with you. I think that it looks it's it's cool. Like the anachronistic thing I like about Riverdale as well. Um, you don't really know what time period it is. I love films and and TV shows and all kinds of stuff like that, where you kind of like outside of time you're like maybe this isn't even our dimension potentially like you don't really know what's going on it's um kind of like old school stuff but it's like modern so uh i dig that a lot um i'm i'm very optimistic about this but i'm also like worried you know with the how how riverdale has gone yeah uh, basically over time i'm trying to look it up right now and see how many episodes that that would really kind of help me out with mm-hmm. what I think of it. If I knew it was going to be like 10 episodes I, or I think it was supposed to be two seasons of 20 episodes total, if I remember correctly. That seems right, yeah, yeah, from Netflix, yeah. So that seems a lot better to me, right? Like, we both love the first season of Riverdale, but partially because it's, like, so short. Like, it, yeah. the second season just fleshed too much out, and they didn't really have any goal. Um, yeah. So that was, like, one of my big issues with it. But. They had, like, eight episodes worth of story expanded to 24 episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Um, so this looks a lot cooler though. It looks fucking dark. Um, and I'm down with that. I think, uh, the, the chick they got to be Sabrina, mm-hmm. um, looks really good, uh, in that role and everything. Um, and I'm, I'm curious cause they keep showing the cat. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Salem. Um, Salem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if he's going to talk. They haven't shown him like talk in this. And I'm like, <laughs> One I wonder how they'll go. <laughs> I know it, but I'm like that to me that he has to, right? So that was uh, simultaneously one of my favorite slash least favorite things yeah. on the old Sabrina show. Like I love sending uh, Salem the cat gifts uh, uh-huh. via yeah. text. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. It was like so clearly an animatronic cat, uh-huh. except for like in shots where they had to have a cat move. They would cut away and just have a, <laughs> a black cat run towards a, a treat off screen. But uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> it yeah. Was bad. I haven't, it's like, I know it was bad, but it's only in my mind. I don't, I haven't seen that in so long. I'm kind of curious to go watch like a YouTube clip of that show and see how awful it was. But mm-hmm. I mean, I watched that a lot. Um, I did too. I didn't I like it. I didn't like that show, but I watched yeah. it a lot. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It I don't was know like how I feel about it. All that was on. Like I grew up without cable. Uh-huh. So it was like, well, I'm riding <laughs> TGIF into the fucking dirt, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember watching sure, man. when I was like 12 years old, I would watch like 2020 too, because it was just like, ah. it was the next thing on. You're like, well, fuck it. Yep. I mean, uh, back in the day, that's how it was. You just do what you had to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. So, um, I get you. I'm where, uh, but yeah, so, you know, hopefully it's good. Um, uh, we'll see as it comes out. I think Netflix will be better for it. It seems like it'll be a little bit darker that way, mm-hmm. but, uh, with Riverdale being the way it is, I don't know. So we'll see how this one goes. And it, uh, Sabrina comes out later this month, right? Like the 26th I think, yeah. or something? Um, sure. <laughs> yep. Hey, you got it right. 26, nice. man. Nice. Yeah, nice. Nice. Uh, real quick, while we're talking about uh, Netflix, just yeah. quickly, I want to mention it was announced that Iron Fist has been canceled yeah. by Netflix. So uh-huh. no more seasons. And man, it was just getting good. But I don't know. <laughs> I know. Wrong time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. But that's okay. Maybe they'll put him in one of the other Netflix shows yeah. as a co-star or maybe they'll they just said have like a movie or something like that. Yeah, they said we'll see him again in that, like that actor in that role. So yeah. I assume he'll show up in the other shows at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. Sucks for that guy though. <laughs> yeah, I know. For that actor to be like, oh, I'm the one out? Cool. Well, it's it's like a whole ensemble cast. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Make, make okay. up these shows. Like the Netflix Marvel shows they have just like one character name in the title, but they have a whole like supporting cast that sure. are usually well fleshed out. Um, in the case of Iron uh-huh. Fist, some of the supporting characters, especially in the first season were more interesting than Danny, but you know what? Mm. It is what it is. Yeah. I was wondering your reaction to that. If you were upset or not, because it's like on the one hand it was getting better, but on the other hand, it was never really that great. So yeah. I don't know if it's like, could have been better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be kind of like Riverdale where they just had, not enough story to fill out whatever episode yeah. number they had. And like, it was a special effects intensive. Sure. Character. Um, okay. really, um, they didn't really focus on that a lot. His hand never caught on fire, which Ugh. I'm still disturbed by, but they did leave things in an interesting place for the next season that we'll never get. So <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. We'll figure it out. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking to Marvel right now, so I'll let you know how that Good. goes. Yeah. I don't even know how you got in touch with them. Um, I thought they were a restraining order. No, I just hit them up on MySpace. Um, oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. That's where all the Marvel guy, guys hang out. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. Ask yeah. Josh, you know? He's a programmer. <laughs> he can tell you. He's he's all up in MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Um so another another bit of news uh, that's kind of interesting coming out from the last few days was mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn officially signing on to write and potentially direct Suicide Squad two. Yes, so which blew my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> As I told Amanda, uh, sorry, I keep interrupting. Good, go. Ahead. go? Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep telling Amanda. Um, uh, all right, sorry, I was telling her the other day. Uh, when I heard the news, I was like, I think this is the first DC movie I'm excited for all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, they just had to bring on the Guardians of the Galaxy director, and I'm, I'm on board. So For sure. Uh, yeah, it's. Um, I keep reading about it, and it says that this is going to be not necessarily a course correction, but like a different flavor or a different tone mm-hmm. um, for that franchise, I guess, which is yeah. good because the, the previous one was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people like, liked it and at the very least watched it, but yeah, come on, come on. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good movie. It's funny. I saw something on Twitter, um, 
from uh, David Ayer, the director of Suicide Squad, and it was like, David Ayer gives his approval of, of James Gunn taking over for Suicide Squad 2, and I was like, nobody cares what you think. <laughs> <laughs> like, after that piece of trash, yeah, nobody cares, man. Uh, any director would be better, but this is like one of those, like, I could totally just skip the first one, not care what happened in it, just forget about it, and be like, Suicide Squad 2 has two of the title, don't fucking care, it's gonna be great. Yep. Uh, I've... I've at this point, I have complete, complete faith in James Gunn to deliver an amazing movie out of that uh, concept that I didn't have out of just DC or David Ayer. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, these, like, maybe this is more of a um, kind of like they were going to have Joss Whedon do Batgirl. Whoa. Uh-huh. Uh, let me rephrase that. They were going to have Joss Whedon <laughs> make a Batgirl film. Uh-huh. Whew. Saved it. Uh, Saved it. But then that never happened because he was like, I like the idea more than uh, wanting to do it. So he's not doing it. <laughs> he co-directed Justice League, which we all know from episode 60 of this podcast, we all collectively loved. Yep. So uh, this movie could also be bad. Uh, Suicide Squad uh-huh. 2, just because it it's, yeah. you know, it's DC. Uh, yep. Trying to, to pull their weight. But I don't know. I, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that it's good. Uh-huh. Know, maybe they have some more interesting characters. But it was it's funny that there's a lot of comparison between the Guardians movies and Suicide Squad in that in that the, the public was like, Yeah, this is DC's version of Suicide Squad. Or I'm sorry, mm. uh Guardians because mm. it's not because it was set in outer outer space, but it's like a ragtag group of yeah. of characters that were forced together and there was music involved. And boy, yeah. was there music involved. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it felt kind of like a copy, though, to be honest. Like, uh, yeah. David Ayer was trying to go for that. Or, like, maybe the studio was telling him to go for that vibe, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so now if they're just going to bring James Gunn on, it's like, fuck it. Then they'll just get the, the guy that actually started that revolution, you know. Yeah, might as well. So Why yeah. why go David or David Gunn? Why go uh, James Gunn light when you can get James Gunn yeah. now, you know? He's, yeah. Marvel won't let him work for him. Yeah, not bitter about bring, that uh, at all. <laughs> bring, bring, bring out the big gun. <laughs> Get it? That is why we have new subscribers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. I'm more excited for him. It's the same thing. Like I didn't wait when Suicide Squad came out and those characters. I just didn't really know, and I just didn't care for all of it. But I think it's because of DC and the trailers didn't help me see anything better in that movie. Uh, had we, James we, all know, we all know that. Jared Leto looked fucking cool. He was cool. It, the one thing we could say about it is Jared Leto was fucking cool. Mm. Uh, and he looked great. <laughs> Best Joker ever. Um, the studio yeah. execs were like, what if we took the Joker that people love, especially after The Dark Knight, uh-huh. just okay. fused him together with just like fucking Ed Hardy and wallet chains? What if we just did what that? What do you think about that? Yeah. The face tattoos. Man. Um... I I wasn't a fan of it, that performance. Oh, my God. Uh, that uh, look, the design of that character. But if you liked it, Brent, that's cool. I mean, how, if can, you you, go how can you not? you want to go officially the podcast. How can you not? He's got a grill. Oh, I forgot about the that's grill. That's how you know he's a real well. gangster. Yeah. <laughs> All gangsters have grills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I had known that James Gunn was going to be like on the first movie, say, I think I would have been a lot more excited about it, which gets me, yeah. you know, why I'm excited for this one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think this is this is a, a cool, 
uh, addition, um, I, I also assume we're on episode, what, 65? Yes. This episode? I assume by episode, I don't know, somewhere between like 75 and 85, we'll find out that he uh, left the project. So um, mm-hmm. that's my, my idea right now is that we'll just get new news that he dropped out. But uh, for right now, I'm excited for it. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get into some stuff that we both watched, uh, either individually or we had uh, kind of planned on watching together to talk about the podcast. So, so my first one, um, as we talked about recently on the podcast, uh, Britt and Brandy, I think Brandy as well, right, was out from watching any more Riverdale. Did she, is she going to give this a shot? She, she might try the next episode, but she doesn't appear to be in any rush to, uh, mm. to, to watch it. I'm fully out. I barely yeah. made it through that last season. <laughs> I know you kind of yeah. dipped in and out of last season as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't get into it a whole lot, but I would, you know, I still liked the show overall. I would have, they always would have like, uh, out of a, whatever, 50 minute episode, 48 minutes of trash. And the last two minutes I'd be like, man, this is really intriguing. I got to see what happens next week. <laughs> yeah. Those damn fuckers. So, uh, no different for this show, uh, for the season three premiere episode, episode one. Uh, Amanda and I watched the other day, and even she was just like, what the hell has happened to this show? It is, uh, it's basically the second season. It's not any worse, I wouldn't say, but uh, they're so just, their stories are so convoluted. There's like 18 different plot points in any given episode, <laughs> yeah, and like 26 goddamn characters, and it's just like, it's just so much they're trying to cram in, and it's just, like, it doesn't, like, so much it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. uh, and it's annoying. I, I honestly don't remember a lot of the, what actually happened in it, the plot and stuff, but it was just, it's all cheesy and bad. And um, I officially am out after this first <laughs> episode. I might be, if Amanda puts it on, you know, I might be in the room uh, and I'll watch a little bit. Of, I'm not sure how long she'll stick around with this season, though, either, because she was really just like, what the fuck? So mm-hmm. it seems like everything in Riverdale, at least for season two, is everything is either an A plot or like an F plot. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like they've got too many A plots going on that just yes. drag on all season. You think they could throw some like B plot in there that gets resolved, like maybe the I don't know, like three or four episodes in, uh-huh. and then you can like yeah. switch characters and and whatnot. But no, everything is an A plot, and then they've got these micro, 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 micro plots yeah. that happen in each episode. That's just like, wow, who's gonna give the speech at whatever event this is? I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Resolved. <laughs> you know, on the one hand, when you describe it that way, it makes me think of like, from what I've read, of like their their actual comics where it's like goofy, silly adventures and silly problems that they run into, you know? But mm-hmm. that doesn't work in this TV show environment. And it, I don't think it, it would, even if they went for that kind of wholesome vibe, but they're not even doing that. So like when you said that, I was like, man, that's perfect. Like they have a plots and F plots. They have so many things that are like, don't matter. Mm-hmm. So many plot lines. I don't care about characters. I don't care about. And then they have way too many a plot lines that I, it's just too much to focus on. And they don't, they don't resolve well most of the time. Like mm-hmm. they don't have a payoff that's worth it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. And that's what makes me worried about the chilling adventures of Sabrina, but I'm hoping with it keeping it shorter and on Netflix, it might be different and maybe it will be more like the first season. Mm-hmm. I still feel that like Riverdale, if you could like re-edit that that second season and make it like ten to thirteen episodes, it would be a tight, good show. But um, there's so much extra shit in there that I just don't care about. So yeah, yeah. And characters are weird. God, there's like <laughs> Cheryl carries around a bow and arrow with her most of the time now. Sure. I feel yeah. Why not? She fucking shoots it at people all the time, and like 
I don't understand it. I'm like, why is she? Why is why is this Arrow? I know that show's popular. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yes, yeah, same not. network. I don't. They that, have to battle. I that's. I'm waiting for him to show up in an episode and then just be like, explain it away. I don't know. You have failed this city. <laughs> is that how he sounds like? Yeah. Or is that Cheryl? Yes, that's who that was. That was <laughs> nailed it. Yes. You picked up on it. You picked up on the icons. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I hope that in this season they actually give the actress who plays Josie something to do because in Mm. the previous season, seasons, anytime there was like a singing thing or like a musical thing, it's like, okay, here's Josie's chance to shine. But then they're like, also Veronica has a performance and also Archie has a performance. And also, you know what? Uh, Betty does a strip tease. She's in high school. Doesn't matter. It's going to happen. Doesn't matter. At a dingy bar. That she can get into for some reason. With her mom there. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's like, uh, <laughs> like in, um, oh, fuck, what's it called? That Christmas movie I like so much. The night before. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Betty's mom just stuffed up with dollar bills. Pop that pussy. Pop it. Pop it. <laughs> <laughs> Riverdale's a weird show. It is. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Josie in this episode, uh, I don't remember, I can't remember the guy right now. There was a part where she was like at a pool and it was like one of the, the bad crew, one of the serpents was like a summer fling of hers and he kept ha- trying to like kiss her and stuff. They're about to start school. It was like a Labor Day party. So and she- would you say that Summer Lovin', they had themselves a blast? <laughs> you, I, I'm surprised you said that. Uh, but I would, yes, I would say that. Okay. Um, but it happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she decided to go back to school and say, I don't even know you anymore, basically, to this guy. So they're just so doing Grease. Um, they're doing Grease. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because um, you, I was trying to say this as a rebuttal to having her just come on and sing, and now I realize that they're gearing up for a Grease episode, mm-hmm. clearly, like you're mentioning, and uh, this entire plot line is just so that she can sing. So uh, I guess that's all she's ever going to do. Well, they're working like the, where are they, the serpents? They have like a, yeah. a shop they're working from, and they're working on a motorcycle. They called it Lube Thunder. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. And then there's a race for the, in a for the race? canal or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. With the ghoulies. Yeah. Which are the rabble gang. Yeah. It's all there. I think you're, I think you're on it. Betty fucking becomes Dark Betty. Mm-hmm. She's just like Sandy. Um, I don't know if there's more things. It's all similar. on you at this point. I'm I'm tapped out. <laughs> tapped out at uh, Loop Thunder. Uh, well, I'm gonna leave it there because I don't want to have to uh, subject you to more uh, grease puns mm-hmm. or, or or thoughts um, at all. So, um, Riverdale, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of uh, well. I don't know. I don't. There's not a good transition for this. I watched Venom. I watched Venom yesterday, mm. Stephen. I yeah. I didn't know this until it showed up on the script. Movie film of 2018 came out uh-huh. a couple of weekends ago. Same weekend yep. as Lady Gaga movie. Mm. I already forgot the name of it. The Sound of Music. Yep, that's Sounds it. right. Yep. Um. All right. So now it's your turn again. <laughs> Look, I I figure that I am the spider hero correspondent on this podcast, mm. you know? Yep. I felt like I should do it and talk about it on the show. 
Venom being a Spider-Man related character. Sure. This might be the last time I do something like that. Um, <laughs> it was okay. Well, 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 here, let me back up. So, sure. Um, Venom has been uh, not getting great reviews. The critics have been uh, uh-huh. savaging, savaging it, um, mm. which is understandable because it's like even from the trailers, it didn't look good. And I went into the movie mm. yeah. knowing this is not going to be a good movie. But I have heard from people on the internet, hey, Venom mm. is actually hilarious. So mm. maybe it's going to be not a critically good movie. Certainly not something that's going to fit in the MCU, but maybe it's going to be more akin to like Fast and Furious or whatever, which I can get down mm, with, okay. right? Yeah. Um, and I've had some coworkers say, "Oh man, I thought Venom was great. I can't wait to go see it again." I was like, "Oh, mm. okay. So maybe if I watch it under the certain pretense, mm. maybe I'll enjoy it." Uh-huh. Spoilers, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, bro. Kevin, nah. <laughs> Too soon. Um. I do you do you trust those coworkers anymore? Did you at the time? I've since quit my job. Yeah, I cannot trust them. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were uh, portraying themselves as movie watching duck bankers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were shitty movie watching goose bankers. I'm pretty sure though. Yo, <laughs> is that a, does that work? Yeah, down with geese. Is that an insult? <laughs> Um, I yeah, apologize. I mean, Venom is like super forgettable. Mm. So, like Venom on screen, he he looked pretty cool. I did miss uh-huh. the the like tarantula logo on his chest, but mm. um, he still looked pretty cool on screen. Um, mm. He does, you know what? Spoilers for Venom from this point forward. Yeah, so I'm, please. I'm just tell you. So yeah. there's a second symbiote that shows up in this movie. Oh, that's, uh-huh. that's another thing in the trailer. Um, they were labeled as symbiotes, but mm-hmm. they went back and hated. ADR'd the, the proper pronunciation really? in there. Yeah, no, funny. I, I kept an eye out for it. Yeah, you so, were right. Yeah, so symbiote. Yeah. Uh, I say symbiote uh, because, you know what? I'm a rebel. Yeah. So anyway, there's a, a second symbiote in this movie uh, called Riot who latches on to the mm-hmm. main bad guy for, I don't know, reasons, and then they mm-hmm. have a big fight. The problem is that they have a fight at night Super like mm. close quarters, a lot of CGI. Venom is entirely black. Riot is dark gray. So mm. when they start fighting and the camera moves so quickly, it's hard to tell what is what and what's happening and which character is which. It's, it's confusing. And I'm a person who understands these character designs yeah. and everything, right? So they should have put one in gold and one in purple. There you go. See, Marvel gets it. Marvel yeah. gets it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, that, that helped in that. That was like a, a plot point that became like, oh, it makes sense so they can fight later. We can understand what's going on. Yeah. Or, like it made you total know, sense put a white either. tarantula logo on Venom's fucking there chest, you, you know? Yeah, that would help. It's fine. That's fine. I'm not going to question it. There, there, there's so many things to question in this movie. That's going to be like yeah. the least of my worries. I'm going to be like, well, at least he looks <laughs> like he stepped out of the comics. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a, certainly a forgettable movie. Like, it, I, I checked my the uh, clock on my phone once we uh-huh. finally get to see Venom in, like, full Venom goo glory yeah. or whatever, right? Mm. And it was, like, an hour and 18 minutes into this fucking movie. Holy shit. And the movie is an hour and 56 minutes long, uh, right? And I think uh, 20 minutes of that is the 
closing credits or whatever. So it's, yeah. he's not in there a whole lot. And that's the other thing is I expected there to be maybe some scenes of Venom we didn't see in the trailers. No, it's all in there. <laughs> Matter oh, of fact, yeah. the last scene of the movie, again, spoilers, is a moment from the trailer where, oh, yeah? yeah, it's the most recent trailer that came out where Venom's talking to a guy in the convenience store and telling him that I'm going to uh, rip off both of your arms, yeah. then your legs, and then you're, I'm going to bite your face off and you'll just be like a turd in the wind. That popular uh-huh. phrase, a turd in the wind. Um, yeah, and everybody uses it. That is the last scene in the movie, so they just like put that in, in the trailer. I hate when they do that. Yeah, and then, oh, that's so annoying. And then, uh, yeah, so that's that's the last scene. There's the stylized credits, and then a mid-credit scene, where mm-hmm. um, Eddie goes to this prison, and he has this ADR line where he's like, "All right, now this is just me. I don't need your help on this." Talking to Venom. Um, but clearly his mouth isn't moving when he's riding the motorcycle up to this prison. There's some problems with this fucking movie. Anyway, so he yeah. goes there, and he's he's a journalist. He's supposed to interview this serial killer named Cletus Cassidy, who later becomes Carnage in the comics and the oh, cartoon okay. and stuff. Um, uh-huh. And that has me a little bit intrigued. Like, I would watch yeah, that I, movie, yeah. potentially. Because this entire movie was set up for a sequel movie. So yeah. it's it's great. You rush out, go see this movie clearly. But um, I heard there was a, a post credit scene. Turns out the post credit scene is like a four or five minute scene from Spider Man into the Spider Verse, and oh. I thought it oh. was great. I was so pumped for that movie. I like walked all the way out to my car, and I was like, I was just thinking about Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, I just saw Venom. Like it was that totally hilarious. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so worth it though to you. <laughs> yeah. Just you five minutes. Spider Verse. So, yeah. I could have yeah. just waited till December, and yeah. uh, and watched the whole movie uh, without spending an extra ten dollars. But you know what? There you it go. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I would definitely say for you, <laughs> to most mm. of our audience, uh, unless you're just like a a spider completist like myself, yeah, uh, you can just totally skip this movie. Um, uh, or or yeah. if you see it on cable, fast forward uh-huh. to the last, like, past the first uh, hour and 18 minutes of this, watch some of the mm-hmm. Venom scenes, and uh, just go off that. You know what? Yeah. If you Be just easy. want to see him in action. And that's another thing, is they have a CGI-intensive character like Venom, and then at a mm-hmm. certain point, they have this fight where he's fighting these soldiers, and there's smoke grenades, and it's like, they just didn't want to render the full CGI for this character this, you know? <laughs> like that's a lot of work yeah it's, uh, it's, it's so I, I have some specific questions for mm-hmm. you uh, from what I had wondered about the movie but not enough to go see it um, what did you think of the jokes like was it a funny movie or what was like the tone of the movie I guess no I could see where they were wanting to make it funny but it's just it wasn't laugh out loud funny. Like I can tell, yeah. oh, they were trying to be funny here, but uh-huh. there's no point in this where I, I actually laughed, or mm. I was just yeah. like, wow, that's just like barely a joke. Like, it, like, okay. it seemed like a first draft. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, how was Tom Hardy in the role? Did you like him for what you know that character? I, yeah, I, I actually liked him as Eddie Brock. Um, mm. I didn't. I, I I guess I have a lot of leeway with. British people doing American accents like it never bothers me mm. I, I never yeah. am bothered by um, 
Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange doing an American accent. Mm -hmm. I understand there may be some like odd words here and there, but he's doing it for a long time. Like I just, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't really bother me. And same thing with mm -hmm. Tom Hardy. I I didn't think there was really too many problems. Obviously, other people's mileage may vary, but yeah, yeah, I I, I liked him as a as Eddie Brock. I think there was just like okay. way too much, way too much setup in this fucking movie. Yeah, and the the villain character was just bad because he was bad, and you know, mm -hmm. there's a clearly a, a love interest that has to be in there because we need this movie to have a love interest, and yeah, I mean, they pulled some stuff from the comics for that, but even still, it's just like. We're spending a lot of extra time on this. Like, yeah, every shot that does not require CGI, they were like, "Put it in." We don't have the budget to not. <laughs> so, just make this happen. Yeah, uh, kind of. You kind of got into my next question, the love interest thing. I, I think Michelle Williams is such a good actress, and I thought it was so weird that she was in this movie, mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't really tell like how much she was going to be in it from the trailers, but. Uh, what did you think of her character being in there and stuff, or, or her role? The first half of the movie with her character is just very, like, generic girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But then she yeah. has some more personality in the second half. But even still, it's not, like, good, per se. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Not that she's, like, acting poorly. It's just they don't give her a lot to do. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Yeah, I get you. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to head right out and see that. Um, it sounds really great. Should we just pause and the show here? I think so, because I need to see it right now. Um, you talked it up so much. Well, so. two other quick notes. Uh, <laughs> this movie is directed by, I can't remember his name, but the same guy who directed Zombieland, which I like. Oh, yeah, Ruben Fleischer. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, boy, I was, uh, uh, couldn't, could not even <laughs> tell. Just some really so, odd choices. He's he is an interesting um, director because I don't always like his stuff. I liked Zombieland so much, right? Mm -hmm. I think he had like a strong start, and then he's had a, a lot of different interesting roles uh, or yeah, movies that he's directed and stuff that I think are just it's just weird. Um, but I, I expected so much from him, and I, he hasn't really delivered, I guess, since then uh, because he did Zombieland, and then he did Thirty Minutes or Less. Um, oh yeah. Which I, did we watch that together? I feel like that was something I watched with you. I'm not sure. You would know. No. It was. It wasn't um, us. Okay. Mm. Uh, Gangster Squad, which I actually liked, but uh, most people hate that movie. They think it's like terrible. Yeah, I, I just uh, thought it was okay. Yeah, mm. I, I I think I was really pleasantly surprised. I watched it on like cable way after everybody like panned it and nobody showed up to see it mm -hmm. and I was like oh this isn't so bad basically okay. but I, yeah. I, so I kind of dug it uh, but you know not a very uh, big you know not a very good movie that people generally say so it's like Zombieland great 30 minutes or less is like okay Gangsterland or Gangster Squad at best is okay and then Venom and it's just like a weird, I don't know, like I expected so much from him and I see his name, I still get excited because Zombieland was so good. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm not sure that I really even like it as director. I'm not even sure, so. Uh, okay, let me add one more thing to my two things. So three yeah. things. Uh, first sure. one I already said, Zombieland director. Um, second thing, I forgot to mention who is playing Cletus Cassidy in the... Uh, oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Woody Harrelson. So yes, that's what's okay. intriguing. <laughs> I saw it online. Mm -hmm. I, I, I spoiled it for myself to see who was in yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Um, 
And uh, I didn't know it was just like a trailer, or sorry, a uh, like a mid credit tag scene, yeah. on the, the credit scene. Yeah, I didn't realize it was like that. I thought he was like in the end of the movie or whatever. But um, yeah, and that's intriguing, you know, because they were together in Zombieland, so kind of makes sense that they know each other or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it, was he in it even enough to you even for you to know? Um, no, I, like he's only in that scene. Like he's okay. only in that yeah, the post credits so thing. But it's funny because yeah. once the credits start rolling, it has the cast list, and it has like uh-huh. the. Um, has Tom Hardy, it has uh, Michelle Williams, and I think Riz Ahmed, who plays the the main villain, as uh-huh. the first three names, and then the fourth name is Woody Harrelson. I was like, but he's, <laughs> he's like barely in this fucking movie. Like he's not in the oh, main movie itself. Um, but I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and yeah. then the the third thing I wanted to mention is that after the movie ends, like before the the, the post credit scene, before the stylized credits, yeah. um, if you think this movie is not going to end with Eddie Brock walking off into the distance while the Eminem, the new Eminem song, Venom Plays, you are out of your goddamn mind because it does that, it cuts to the Venom logo and then does the stylized credits. So, yeah. There's All right. That. I don't know how that actually played out, mm-hmm. how that idea actually worked or, or didn't work, but I, I kind of dig that, and I'll tell you why. I miss the, like, 90s or, like, at least, like, late 90s, like, big action movies, like Armageddon that had, like, theme songs. I still think that should be a thing. Or, like, I, I want it to be brought back now. Like, I would love, like, Avengers 4 to have a theme song by a fucking whoever. I'm, I'm not hip. I don't know who's, who's cool right now. Drake? Is Drake... Drake cool still? I, I uh, think so. I don't want Drake to do it, mm-hmm. but I want I want like a big like epic fun stupid rock song. So I kind of like the idea of that at least. I don't know if it actually worked though. We can get like Fallout Boy to do it. You could get Fallout. You could. Okay, I don't like <laughs> Fallout Boy. Do you like Fallout Boy? Uh, I mean, I think they're still popular. I was just trying to think of a larger. Like, I never yeah. got into them though. Did you ever? Did you ever like their uh, like some of their their songs, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. not super into them. I have a full back yeah. tattoo of the lead singer's face Obviously. on my ass. Full and back tattoo is... on my ass. Hmm, weird. <laughs> All right. His name is what? Patrick Stump. Stump. Oh, is it really? Because mm-hmm. you sound like you knew that. Yeah, I did not recall that information immediately, that was... but it did come to me in a panic. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. good. I was I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, well, I'm glad that you saw it so I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what a best friend does. That's my goal and, in life. Uh... <laughs> I saw it so you don't have to. This has been um, the Brent Report. I, I think that works. Yeah, that's like a good Are you not good entertained? <laughs> but uh, I I don't even think I would. This is like another one I don't, I'm not excited for at all. I thought the trailers looked awful, so I don't even know if I'd catch it like a cable. But I'll, I'll probably put it on some point when I stumble across it and I'll fast forward through some of it and be like yeah that was terrible mm-hmm. and uh, and I'll live my life but uh, I'm glad that I can at least ask questions to you and you can tell me what happened in it so that that's my goal that's good yep. well so I watched another movie mm-hmm. um, and this will be an interesting one for for me to uh, for a, a few reasons okay. um, so I'm going to start this off by I, I found an article on uh, slash film uh, the other week and it was from a new, uh, for me at least, a new contributor to this uh, site that I didn't know from before, uh, a, a female. And uh, I'm trying to find that 
uh, list right now or that, that article. But um, basically the idea was that we should look at comedy movies in a different way. Okay. Um, basically saying that we look at all movies and say, you know, like Oscar movies and stuff, right? That um, and, and any given Oscar movie is going to be the same kind of stuff, right? It's going to have like good cinematography, good drama, good acting, like all the stuff, whatever. But it's so easy to to look at those things and be like, this is a drama presented this way. It's going to be shot well. It's going to have great performances. And then we're like, this is a good movie. This is not. But like comedies are not really, they never really get like the best picture Oscar or whatever, you know, like they're, they're never going to. And so her idea basically was, why do we look at it the same way for comedies? Because comedy is so subjective to people. And so it's, uh, we should, we should be reviewing them differently and be like, if a comedy is, uh, funny enough to make me laugh right now and it's entertaining, isn't that good enough for that movie? Like what else do you want from it? Um, and I thought this was an interesting idea um, because I've been kind of feeling this way for a while that like we, you can't really compare all films to each other because the genres are so different. Uh, for instance, her article also goes on to mention that, um, comedy doesn't last very long. Like there's very few comedies from like the seventies, eighties that we still know. There's tons that were made in the era. We know tons of those movies still that are really popular, but not a, overall, like the percentage is really low. Like comedy is so topical that it can go stale really fast. So they don't last. Um, it has to be really like stand the test of time and that's, that's hard. Uh, whereas like horror movies, I saw the other day, uh, a person theorized that horror movies do, uh, better over time because if anything, they just turn into nostalgia and the, the stupid effects look fun because they're stupid in the eighties and now we have better effects, whatever. Like they, they, they age differently. Right. So how can you compare those two genres? Can can I just interject uh, real, real quick? Absolutely. Um, this is a lot of setup. And I am so excited to see where this goes. <laughs> you must have you know, watched been, like a, a, a fantastic movie. So because you said that, I'll I'll say uh, I forgot I was setting this up still. And no, I no, 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 no. Can, please continue. I'm, I'm riveted and I can't wait because... for the audience to find out <laughs> what, what movie you're getting ready to, to dive into. So... In her article, and I'm, I apologize, I kept scrolling through here and talking because I was trying to find it. I, I apparently saved it somewhere, but I can't find it right now. So I, I can't remember her name, but it was a good article in Slash Film about reviewing comedy and how we should uh, look at it a different way. So look that up. But she goes on to say that there were some movies this year that she liked or didn't like. So like Game Night, uh, which Amanda and I watched for the second time the other night uh, with Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, uh, was a box office success and it did really well. Uh, we really liked it, but this reviewer did not. But she was like, I liked other comedy, movie, comedy movies this year that didn't do really well, like Baywatch, <laughs> which is the movie that I watched. <laughs> and love. Oh, wow. So much. Holy shit. Okay. I never would have imagined. I've seen it like four times. Holy shit. Because uh, <laughs> it's like, okay. When Baywatch came out, I thought the trailers looked awful. Uh, at least didn't like grab me that much. Like it didn't grab my attention. Uh, I also thought, man, like the, they're definitely going for like the big beefy guys. It's the rock. And, um, I can't remember his name right now. Um, the high school musical kid, Zach Efron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who was like fucking ripped now. So it's like, yeah, they got those. They also have these, like, they have like Alessandra, how was it? Daddario. I can't remember her name. Alessandra, Alexandra, uh, Daddario. Look it up. Um, these other like, 
uh, attractive women, and they were very, like, skimpy bathing suits, which Baywatch had, but in this era, I thought that they would go more towards the, like, I thought guys in the movie would make jokes about the way they look, and then they would, like, snap back at them and be like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, female empowerment and stuff. I thought it'd be kind of that era. Um, But they didn't do that, and so when I watched the trailers and I saw that that's the way that they were going for, I was kind of confused, and I didn't understand how the movie was going to play out, like, what the tone of it was going to be in this era. And... And try to redo, you know, a, a show um, from the '90s and kind of reboot it yeah. now. So, uh, uh, Alexandra Daddario, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. that's her name. Um, and uh, so I, I saw that uh, the trailers and stuff. The reviews were terrible. It has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, right? What I think, though, is people didn't understand it. Like a lot of things, the marketing was bad for it. Um, didn't quite capture what it was. It has a feeling, I think, uh, you could kind of equate it to, like, 21 Jump Street Mm -hmm. and its reboot, that they're, like, uh, they're trying to go in a certain modern direction, and it's kind of similar to that. But in other areas, it's not at all. uh, That it's, it's, 21 Jump Street is, like, a better movie, I would say, for sure. Uh, But if you go into this with the right mindset, it, it might work for you. What I loved about the article that I so verbosely have gone into about this, um, she basically was, like, Baywatch made sense to her. It was funny, and it, she was entertained. And why is that a problem? Can that be a good movie to her? Game night, for whatever reason, the jokes didn't land. It didn't entertain her. That's fine. That should be fine. We shouldn't be like, this is a shitty movie. You're shitty for liking it, uh, or whatever. And so, to me, I was like, going into that, from that article, I was like, uh, Baywatch is on Hulu. And I was like, I could watch this and check it out and see if I like it, and I'll just turn it off if it's bad or whatever. But what I found when I started it, this is a modern interpretation of a 90s TV show that is filmed as an 80s lifeguard camp counselor sex comedy. (laughs) Okay. So if you go into it with the mindset that this is a dirty, pervy uh, sex comedy from the 80s, this movie is great. It hits all of the marks. It's got the nerdy kid who has a crush on the hot lifeguard who gets a spot on the team for no fucking reason because he has heart, right? Yeah. But he's like the best part of the movie. He's like hilarious and he's fun or whatever. Uh, You have all of the the hot girls doing like stuff in slow motion like Baywatch was. Like they they really just like leaned into it basically and I can applaud that. So uh, they have like... The Zach Efron is like the surfer dude who doesn't who doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't play by the rules. Uh, he doesn't play by the rules exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Rock, who's really good in this, but uh, he kind of like is the tough the tough love kind of guy. You know, like he wants you to succeed, but he's not going to pull up with your shit uh, and all that. Um, you've got <laughs> fucking um, like Jungle Gym uh, Ninja <laughs> Warrior level. Um, <laughs> Like, Zac Efron's sweaty and muscly, like, working this thing, you know? Like, they're flipping tires and shit on the beach, like, montage style. Uh, You have the evil female villain who's trying to, like, take up all the property on the beach to build a huge hotel. Like, it's all the cheesy bullshit. Played by Priyanka Chopra. And (laughs) if if we can, let's just pause. And for (laughs) the audience members who are not aware of Priyanka Chopra, Mm -hmm. Google her. 
Yeah. Take a break. <laughs> okay, and we're back. back. Oh, man. Uh, so you, everybody feels in a better mood now. Mm. Um, Brent's breathing better. Uh but yeah, it's uh, and then they have the cheesy cameos. David Hasselhoff and uh, Pamela Anderson both show up in yeah. it as cameos. Um, David Hasselhoff shows up to like music, you know, like it's like uh, the Baywatch theme song starts playing, and they, he's like, "Hey!" in the background, and they turn around, and it's David Hasselhoff and stuff. I don't even care. I'm spoiling this right now. I didn't even get a spoiler tag because fuck it, it's fucking Baywatch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm saying is basically, give it a shot. Give more things a shot. I, I, I use Rotten Tomatoes as a gauge. I think a lot of people do. I would not have even looked at this as a 17%. The trailers didn't look appealing to me. They didn't catch the actual vibe of the movie, though. Uh, I think it's a hard sell in today's climate, but it also, if you can lean into it, it's funny. And the jokes are good, and it's, like, full of a bunch of hot people on the beach. I mean, what else did you look for in a Baywatch movie? But for me, it fucking works. And it's funny, and I can put it on the background and, like, do whatever, which is why I've watched it so many times, so... Well, two things real quick on that. Uh, if you like this movie, I was just talking about Venom. Steven... <laughs> nah, still don't watch Venom. Yeah, yeah still, still, still in the same boat there. Thanks. Um, uh, I know. Secondly, Brandy and I have seen Baywatch semi-recently, oh like a couple, a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of months ago, okay. and we watched it, and we weren't as enthused as you want it, sure. but I generally genuinely thought like this movie is not nearly as bad as people were making it out to be yes like it's it's, yeah. it's like it's fine it's like a, yeah for what it's trying to do i think it it does it and uh-huh. um you know cgi backgrounds aside obvious cgi backgrounds oh, yeah. aside they're everywhere yeah <laughs> cgi smoke also aside yeah. you know what just pretend there's not cgi in this just yeah just imagine there's a green screen back there <laughs> you'll yeah, be okay it'd be easier uh, yeah, it's like, but it's like, fuck it, it's Baywatch, it's cheesy, I don't, you know. Uh, I showed it to Amanda, uh, and I'm floored, by the way, that you watched this and you didn't tell me as I was doing that whole diatribe, no. but, uh. So, so I was yeah. going to bring it up a, a while back, but we just uh-huh. did not have time. I think you and I were going on vacation around that time, oh, and it yeah, just yeah. kind of fell through the cracks, but I'm, I'm glad we're finding this out now. I, <laughs> I'm so shocked, though. Uh, so that's what's cool, is I totally understand, like, if you didn't like it, or, you know, if you guys didn't like it as much as I did. Um, but do you get what I'm saying? Stephen, like, I absolutely you, get what you're saying. I, again, I like the Fast and Furious movies. This, th- they there also have the rock in it. Like, I get it. Same he, idea. He is charming. Uh, he is fucking charming. <laughs> yeah. After this, he has that um, high-rise movie. Skyscraper. Is it called? Skyscraper. I was like, that movie looked terrible to me. I totally want to watch that now because it's got the rock <laughs> yeah. in it. That's the only reason. He's got, like, one leg in that movie. I'm like, I'm down. Yeah. And, and yeah. he's a method actor. They actually separated his they his, did it. his leg for that. Yeah. yeah. He got it back, um, though. And he just popped it on. He's the rock. Like, he's the rock. He just yeah. he does what he does. Um, yeah. I know that this movie had won a Golden Raspberry, but as, as oh, I'm yeah. pulling it up here, it was, it was nominated for a few things. Worst picture, worst screenplay, worst actor for Zac Efron, mm. worst prequel, mm. remake, ripoff. It didn't win any of those. It did, however, win ah. the Golden Razzie for the Razzie nominee... So rotten, you loved it. So that no, is okay. you. Yeah. 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 I'm down for that. Wait. I actually not even sure that it's so bad or so rotten that I loved it. I think it's just so fun. I don't know. I was down for it. I, when I, so when I showed it to Amanda, I was telling her, like, I grew up watching Baywatch, like, when I shouldn't have been, probably. Uh, and Baywatch Nights. Do you ever watch <laughs> Baywatch Nights? <laughs> Where there's, like, right. supernatural elements in there. <laughs> yeah. But it's like they were doing, like, crimes, fighting. Like, this movie felt like Baywatch and Baywatch Nights. It you kind know, of like, mixed together, yeah. 
Yeah, like they had like the the dorky guys trying to get on the team, then the new guy who's too cocky trying to get on the team. Uh, but then they're also like fighting the stuff literally at night, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to fight this development or whatever, and these bad people and the drugs and blah blah blah. Uh, but I'm like, it's so cheesy. I liked it. I would say mm-hmm. uh, it, it a better interpretation of that. Um, but man, I was so shocked um, at how much I liked it. And then when I showed Amanda though, in that first scene. Uh, it's not a big deal. It's just to kind of set it up or whatever that the rock is like badass. There's someone that like is kite surfing and they dr- they start to drown and he jumps in the water and as he's coming out, it just drops this gigantic CGI Baywatch block into the water behind him <laughs> and it's like Baywatch. <laughs> and, and when it happened to me the first time, I was cracking up, but I looked over to Amanda when it happened and she was like, oh my God. And I was like, it's amazing, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> It's so awful. That uh, that was awful. Yeah. But I liked it. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was very uh, highly entertained. Yeah. Uh, and I so I'm like I, I I need to give more things a shot. Don't let things um, you know that other people say about it necessarily pull me away from something that I'm looking forward to or might want to give a shot. Because uh, there you go, man. Seventeen percent. I would never have looked the second way, but that article helped me. So. I'll, maybe we can tweet that out. I'll try to find the link because uh, it's a it's yeah. a good article anyway about comedy and stuff and what we think of it. So, but uh, yeah. All right. So. Well, speaking of rewatching, I rewatched mm-hmm. Predator from 1987, and uh, yeah. I'll be brief, be brief on this since you mentioned mm-hmm. it uh, a couple of episodes back. But um, mm. some some takeaways from this is I I remember watching this when I was younger. I was maybe 13, 14, somewhere in there, and it was just like. Really, all the parts I remember are the actual Predator itself. I think maybe I just would, like, fast-forward past all the stuff that was not the Predator, like the actual, like, uh-huh. costume character. Um, yeah. But re-watching it, I, I forgot there there was, like, a plot to this movie and the reason they go to uh-huh. the jungle to begin with and all that stuff. So it was kind of almost like watching it again for the first time. Um, yeah. But for, uh, very first thing, holy shit, like, Stan Winston is... <laughs> A fucking legend like obviously oh right, you know but it's yeah. just being able to watch like you and i earlier this year we watched infinity war right like and the, uh-huh. the special effects in that were were great um but man holy shit like 1987 the predator costume still holds up like it looks yeah. so oh, yeah. badass yeah uh first of all he's going through a goth face he's got the fishnets on Okay, that's all right. <laughs> we won't hold that against him. But like, once he takes the mask off, and it's—I forgot how late in the movie he does that. It's like one uh-huh. of the I know, right? Last fifteen minutes or so, takes it off. Yeah. Um, it has the mandibles and it has the, the the crazy growl, like the the um, mm, yeah. What am I trying to say? The uh, like sound effects for the the predator, like voice and the clicking and all yeah. that stuff. It sounds so awesome. Um, the visual effects inside the the mask are. They are what they are for the the, the late yeah. '80s, you know. Uh, I'm not gonna hold mm-hmm. that against it, um, but holy shit, it just everything looked so good. Like whenever he pops mm-hmm. his little like, not little, but the 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 two claws on the back of his arm, that looks fucking mm-hmm. badass. Yeah. Um, and yeah, holy shit, this movie is just it's just a great movie. The first Predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, I really liked it when I watched it again. Second one is not good. Uh, yeah. That first yeah. one is pretty rad still. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the, uh, I think I'm just going to stop 
on this Predator. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm tempted to watch the second one, but I'm like, mm, I'm kind of on a Predator high right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing you get from the from Predator 2 is, um, like, at the very end, it's the same kind of thing with Venom. It's like if you want to fast-forward it to, like, the last, like, 10 minutes yeah, or whatever, yeah. and you get, like, that's when you see the alien head, and you get, like... Um, some more so i guess throughout the movie you get some more of the technology that we um understand to be part of the predator Mm -hmm. that might play into the new movie i'm not sure but you get like new things in it but other than that like the movie is bad uh the design is still there that's cool Mm -hmm. whatever but other than that yeah uh, skip it (laughs) (laughs) probably for the best i think the predator camouflage looked cooler to me back in the day back when i was Uh younger because now it just looks like it seems like you could just like see him pretty pretty easily because it's just yeah, like yeah. negative space like shrunk down to predator shape you know a, a, a tiny uh. predator but um uh. you know it's what they had to work with that uh, it's yeah it's again it is what it is there um carl weathers in this movie holy shit uh-huh. i'm surprised carl weathers isn't more like a bigger name because he just looks so fucking cool in this movie. He you know, does. Like, like Schwarzenegger looks cool. looks cool, but also Carl Weathers uh-huh. looks cool. He's got a bitch yeah. mustache. Um, I like oh, at the yeah. beginning where um, Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers meet each other and they do that like super bro-y like, it's almost, it almost looks <laughs> like they're, they're arm wrestling, um, uh-huh. but in the air. And then they actually start yeah. to arm wrestle in the air again. <laughs> yeah. It was just a trope from back in the day. Uh, but they just have these two like flexed biceps and I remember, like, I mean, when this movie came out, like, being gay was a very, like, like taboo thing. It was, like, it's just very, um, there's a lot of homophobia back then. I mean, obviously, there's still some now, but it's more socially acceptable. More. This, yeah. I can see some, like, guys that are, like, they profess to be straight, but then, like, secretly, like, jacking off to this movie because all the, like, arm <laughs> butter and biceps and everything. <laughs> because this is like, you know, if you're if you're in the closet, this is probably a uh, a good movie to to jerk it to um, before going to church. <laughs> I one like day. that. You know, you know, for people, yeah, it's it's uh, secretly everybody just used to jerk off to the predator. Yeah. I like the idea that like that's a thing. Yeah. I think this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah. Look at that arm. Um, Fucking sexy. And let's see the uh, the music in this was by Alan Silvestri, who does mm-hmm. the uh, the Avengers theme and uh, you yeah. know other popular movies Lots that of I stuff. was just yeah. not aware of. And the the score is great in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it has that cool, it's yeah. like the eighties. Um, uh, like there's a it seems like there's a ticking clock on whatever action is is mm. being done. Like the the music sure. has some good momentum to it. Um, uh-huh, that that yeah. kind of pushes the scenes forward, even when they're just kind of like walking through the jungle or whatever. It it gives them purpose in a way. Uh-huh. Um, it's just a, a really good score. Uh, and then uh, the the predator at the end of the movie, where he's mm. you know setting the timer on his uh, his Apple Watch uh, to to blow himself up. Yeah. He uh, he mm-hmm. starts laughing, and in my mind, when I was younger, he had like this weird alien laugh. But in this, it just sounds like the laugh from like the Thriller music video, where it has uh, oh, yeah. what's his name? <laughs> oh shit! It's like a famous horror mm-hmm. actor, uh, Vincent Price, wasn't he? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, the laugh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I it's just you. obviously like a white dude laughing 
uh, as the predator, where previously the predator just made these like clicks and roars and, and stuff. Uh-huh. But this is like you can actually hear ha 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 ha. What if he pulled his mask off and it was just Vincent Price? <laughs> The whole time, <laughs> and then Vincent Price pulls his mask off, and it's the uh, the shriveled white guy who plays Darth Vader at the end of Empire. Ah. Spoilers. Oh man, or not Empire. Uh, Last Jedi, uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! I got there eventually. I was like, now you said that, I can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Spoiler. Yeah. Wow. Big uh, and uh, finally, this movie ends like after the movie is done instead of cutting immediately to credits, it does this thing in like eighties movies that I love. And I wish they would bring back where they have shots of like the actors that were in this movie. It just shows them in the jungle where they're just like looking directly at the camera and kind of like laughing or like, yeah, I'm in this movie. Uh-huh. And it has like Carl Weathers <laughs> yeah. and he looks directly at the camera. He's, he's like tilts his head back. I love those. And it goes through like Shane Black. It, it starts from like the least important characters, uh-huh. like up through like Schwarzenegger, who's the last one. Um, and Shane mm. Black, he's just like looking right at the camera, does this weird like yeah. smirk or whatever. And it does that for all of them, except Schwarzenegger. When it gets to him, it just has a shot of him turning around and then it freezes. Like he was, mm. they were just like, well, we're going to use this footage for him. Let's go and have everyone else shoot, shoot <laughs> these things. It's weird. It's a, it's a weird That's thing funny. that they used to do back in the day. Uh-huh. I totally forgot about it until I, I rewatched oh, this movie. Oh, yeah. I, I'm totally supportive of them bringing that back mm-hmm. too. I like that. I like, uh, I like all the fun stuff, fun credits and stuff. Like whenever uh, at the end of some movies, they'll like um, the Blues Brothers. Uh, have you ever seen the Blues Brothers before? Uh, no, uh-uh. I think it's that one. I feel like it's that one. They they like sing a song at the end, and they show that like throughout the time that they were filming it, they were like shooting that song or whatever. And then there's a shot where it's like the entire crew is like on a, a stage, like on a bleachers, like singing the song. Oh, that's and it's fun. like everybody. Yeah. Like I always like like when they're like or it's like. Turn it around, and it's like, oh, this guy, freeze frame. Those are always fun and goofy, man. I like that. Um, yeah, so also Shane Black uh, makes, like, the, the grossest, dirtiest jokes in that movie. <laughs> he does. Uh, he does it twice. Right? You would have thought, like, yep. uh, comedy is, like, in, in sets of three or whatever. He, he does uh-huh. a super dirty joke at the beginning of the movie, trying to make the, the, um, the like, Native American guy laugh. And then yeah, he does yeah, it yeah. a second time, and then there's a long delay, and then the, the guy uh-huh. starts laughing. It's just like, oh, that's that's happens a lot sooner than I expected. But yeah, yeah all right. It is what it is. Cool. Okay. But yeah, it's uh, it's funny to see Shane Black come back and now direct the, the latest installment of, of it after acting in that one. But also I, I remembered him being in the movie, but I didn't remember a whole lot of the plot and stuff, like you said, uh, until I watched it the other week. Mm-hmm. And then whenever Shane Black showed up on screen, I was like, oh, my God, he's just saying like really crude jokes. Like this is a weird character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it, whatever, but it was just, like, funny to, to see him now and then see that that was his role that I, I, I guess I'd glossed over all that or maybe watched the TV version and never got those jokes. I don't know. But uh, I remember this movie kind of when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember being around and stuff, but uh, it was cool. I, I liked it when I rewatched it. So. Yeah, me too. So it was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we're an hour and 44 minutes in. <laughs> I mean... Do you want to just keep going and make it really yeah, long? Yeah, let's just do that. Because we we have these things to talk this about. This whole episode right? will last through Halloween. Cool. Um, so I'll try to, I will try 
uh, I, I just get so excited when I talk to you and I want to know what you think about yeah. things and it's hard Same to keep here. them short, right? I'm very so, excited to hear what I think about uh, things. <laughs> you always are mm-hmm. about yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll try to keep this short, though. Uh, so another movie I watched recently, uh, I just wanted to mention it because I don't think I had previously on the podcast. I don't remember it at least. But um, there's a movie called Grabbers, which is a an Irish film. Um, Grabbers are these like alien, uh, they look like octopus, basically, octopi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, I, I found this movie years ago at Alamo Drafthouse when I first started working there. We showed it and I'd heard about it and it sounded insane. And then I watched it, and it was really good, but I hadn't seen it in years, and I was kind of getting weary about – I mean, I always do that. Weary or wary? Uh, I was getting uh, – I wasn't sure if I should recommend this. Dennis Leary. Den, den, I was getting Dennis Leary mm-hmm. about it. Um, if I should uh, recommend it still, if it was still good. So I watched it the other day, and it still holds up. Um, I think it was from uh, Hulu that it was on. I'm going to look that up real quick. Okay. But uh, basically the, the plot of this movie is – it's a small Irish town that's an island. It's on an island. And they are uh, a typical Irish, you know, goofy people, small town, whatever. Um, it is on Hulu, so you can watch it there. came out in 2012. Okay. And um, there's an alien creature that shows up and starts eating, like, people off the ships and stuff and then gets to land. And they find out, though, that it, it's, it tries to eat someone who is drunk and it and they find out that this alien creature is allergic to uh, it loves the water, uh, but it's allergic to alcohol. Oh, okay. So their plan is to get the entire town drunk, <laughs> boy. I bet so that's that the tough. alien, <laughs> so that the alien can't eat anybody, but they don't want to tell anybody that. So they they basically just are like, hey, everybody, come to the bar. Like the booze are on us. We're celebrating something, and then. Uh, all hell breaks kind of loose after that or whatever. But uh, I just I, that that premise is so intriguing to me that like, like an alien horror movie, it's goofy and funny and stuff. But like an alien horror thing, like a creature would uh, be allergic to alcohol and you have to get drunk. So you can't really fight him off because you're fucking hammered. Uh, and that becomes like a huge plot line, you know, that people like can't really do much. Then they're all stumbling around drunk. Uh, but it is super fun and very inventive. So I just want to recommend it to everybody. Uh, that if, I mean, Hulu, it's on there. Uh, it's, it's a really goofy movie to put on. So, Oh, a goofy movie. Uh-huh. Yep. Also, Gosh. also put that Max. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I imagine in that movie in, in Grabbers, once they figure out that, uh, the, the monster is allergic to alcohol, there's one of those shots mm-hmm. where it has a newspaper that spins toward the screen and it says, uh-huh. don't worry, Ireland is fine. As you were. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Pretty much, that right? That is a stereotype. Yeah. So suck it. No, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's so funny is they really, like, they kind of lean into that a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, like, they, I don't know. I really like, uh, I have Irish blood in me, but I, I'm, I've am i always loved like, Irish movies and Irish people. They're just so funny and, and charming to me. Uh, and they're little pubs and stuff. Like, I like I, I like all that. So this movie, like, speaks to me anyway. I would like it. But uh, but it's really inventive and fun. And uh and they play that stuff up. They they joke about it. And like, it's like every, like literally like the oldest grandmother in town is getting fucking hammered at this pub. You know, like everybody's like they always do. So yeah, they're always ready yeah. for it. Yeah, uh, but it's good, man. It's it's fun, fun movie. That's awesome. I might check that one out. You said it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I also have a movie that's on Hulu. Yeah. Um, and according to the internet, it's confused about what year this movie came out because uh, oh, yeah. sometimes like on Hulu it says 2018 on 
ju- the huh. Just Watch app. It says 2017 on Wikipedia. It says a 2017 movie that was released in 2018. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know when this movie, so what this is movie it? came out at some point in the last two years. Yeah. Um, it's called Mom and Dad. It is a horror-ish mm-hmm. movie. It's directed by Brian Taylor, who co-directed, <laughs> co-directed Crank 1 and 2 and also oh. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Okay. Last night, um, okay. I had watched like four movies yesterday, and this is the fourth oh, one. Nice. Um, Brandy uh, and I, we finished watching um, one of the movies we'll talk about later, but um, after that was over, it was still like early in the day. It just gets so dark so fucking early now that we were like, oh, mm-hmm. it must be time for bed. Oh, it's 8.02. Well, I guess we'll watch another movie. <laughs> yeah. So we're scrolling through Hulu. We came across a movie, or she did. She came across a movie called Mom and Dad, and it looked like the cover uh-huh. art had, was that Nick Cage? Clicked on it. Sure enough, Nick Cage and Selma Blair uh-huh. play a married couple who have two children. Um, uh, one is a teenage girl. The other is like a nine-year-old little boy. Mm-hmm. In this film, for whatever reason, the the parents, like the, the, the parents in like the entire community in that entire town, I don't know if it's worldwide mm-hmm. or not. It doesn't go out that far, but... Um, any parent who has children tries to murder their children at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And there's no real reason given to it. It's it's very much like Crank, if you watch it through that lens, where it's just like, mm. some weird shit's going on. Why? I don't know. Here we go. Let's just, don't don't worry <laughs> about that. that. That's just in the past, old man. We're worried about the uh. future. So essentially, Nick Cage and Selma Blair, uh, they are trying to murder their children in any way they can. Uh, and it's mm. it's a crazy movie. I don't know that mm. I would necessarily watch it again, but as yeah. uh, as someone who was just looking for like a, a crazy weird fun thing to to watch, I think it was like kind of kind of fun. Um, definitely uh-huh. watch the trailer if anything. The trailer makes it seem like it's just like full on bonkers, and it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, matter of fact, one of the blurbs in the trailer it says this movie is like Home Alone on bath salts, and it is kind of oh, like that yeah. in a way. Um, uh-huh. But uh, I saw that review. At, yeah. at the very least, check out the trailer. Uh, the the okay. movie is still okay, but it's it's uh, not as front or frantic as the the trailer makes it out to be. Still, still pretty good. Sir, remind me what you think of the Crank movies. The Crank movies. The, uh, the I like I like yeah. the Crank movies um, be, uh-huh. because they're so. just just absolute nonsense. Jason Statham is Jason Statham playing Jason mm. Statham in a movie starring Jason yeah. Statham. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, there are directors on rollerblades shooting things, uh, rapidly yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So I, I applaud the directors for being pretty fearless in their shooting and stuff. Like they do a lot of their own camera work and it's really crazy. Uh, I could never get into those films though. Um, I tried a few times to watch one or two of them. I remember which one I had tried, uh, but could never get into them. I, I thought you had liked them mm-hmm. though. Um, I put mom and dad on the other day, uh, as well, but I turned it off after a few minutes. Oh, you did? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, not, not necessarily cause it's so bad though. So I was with this the other day. Uh, when I, when I say that, like I put something on and turned it off, um, sometimes I will put something on. I was excited about and turn it off cause it's so bad or whatever. But most of the time when I say that, I mean more that I put something on that I, I didn't expect to like. Probably like I tried it because it's it's free on whatever app I was using, and then I'm I'm not going to put that much effort if I didn't think I liked it. Um, I I don't really remember a whole lot of it. I really only put on like five, maybe ten minutes mm-hmm. of this. Like, it hadn't really gotten to any of the, the actual like violence. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm sure I would like more of that stuff and the the craziness of it. But 
Um, I, I didn't really get into the characters and stuff, and it just didn't feel like it was going to be like my type of movie. I don't really remember what What are you saying? Was. You watched five or ten minutes of it? Oh, yeah. yeah. You got the characters. Just like when they were you eating got breakfast you and got stuff. A good, you yeah. got a good feeling for the characters. I didn't buy like Nick Cage in that role as like, just a typical American dad eating breakfast with his kids. I'm like, that, he's so off the that's wall. That's funny that you, you say that because uh, that's actually somewhat addressed later in the movie. Okay. Okay. So maybe that, mm-hmm. yeah. So... I didn't turn it off necessarily think it was so bad. I just, at the moment, I was like, I'll give it a shot, and then I wasn't really feeling it. Um, but then when you, I didn't know who directed it. When you said just now that it was one of the directors of Crank, I was like, sense, oh, right? my God, that makes total yeah, sense. Because yeah. I don't like any of their stuff that I've mm-hmm. tried. Um, so it makes sense to me that I wouldn't like this. So I'm intrigued now mm-hmm. that you've seen it. I might give it another shot, but it doesn't sound like you loved it, but you liked it. Was it was okay. I, I thought the acting was pretty good, Nick Cage aside. Uh-huh. I mean, like, they just... They're just like, hey, Nick Cage, uh, just chew the fuck out of the scenery, I guess. You know, do yeah, what, yeah. what you're going to do. And they just let him go. And he is, he. Fair enough. You know what? You can never say Nick Cage doesn't make acting choices. <laughs> you can never say that. Yeah. He is one of the most interesting actors, I feel, <laughs> right. though. Because you never know we're going to get, like, from different movies. Like, he's in some of my favorite roles and some of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I like him mostly as an actor, but he has done some weird ass fucking shit. Man. He has, yeah. I remember liking adaptation uh, yeah. a lot, which is a more reserved role. Never seen it. Um, yeah. And let's see, he's uh, he does a voice in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which oh, really? uh, he plays Superman in that. And um, oh yeah, nice. He, he wants to. He yeah. plays uh, Spider Man Noir in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse later this year. Oh really? So yeah, yeah that'll, that'd that'll be interesting. Be interesting. I had heard about Mom and Dad, and it was pretty crazy. And then um, the one I want to watch mostly now is Mandy that's come out recently. Oh, yeah, I've heard um, about that. That's supposed to be, like, bonkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people seem to really like it, though. So, yeah, he's just, uh, man, he does the weirdest shit. But it's 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 fascinating to watch his career, mm-hmm. you know? It really so, is, just to be I like, hmm, yeah. I wonder what level of craziness this is going to be. Oh, an 11. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, oh, we're starting cool. at an 11. An 11. <laughs> no, well, I, I'm not even sure about that. Yeah. On the scale of crazy, there's one to 10, and then there's Nick Cage at 11, <laughs> I think. So he just went Nick Cage. He went to his own Did rating. Did you hear that they went back and, and <laughs> added CGI to This Is Spinal Tap? Where when they, oh, they really? crank up the speakers to 11, it just has a picture of Nick Cage's face now. That one? Yeah. That one was crazy. That yeah. Meme. They spent yeah. $11 million to go back oh, and redo yeah. that. But hey, you know what? It looks 11. great. Looks great. They spent Nick Nick Cage million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to make it 11. It worked. It worked. <laughs> we'll leave, we'll, we'll it in post. We'll it in post. But yeah. Uh, uh, what would you watch Mom and Dad on again? Was it Hulu, Hulu or something? Yep. It was something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued still. So I, I might put it back on. I just... At the time, I wasn't feeling that that day. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, well, one more short one that I had watched. Uh, I watched a bunch of stuff last night. I made us out of town, so I just was like... Uh, we actually set up the our projector in our room. Uh, I made, like, a board for it to sit on our headboard. So it projects across our bed. So we've just been, like, chilling awesome. in bed watching movies for days. Uh, but she's out of town now, so I was like, well, I have this set up. You know, I have all these movies for uh, horror month that I want to watch and all this stuff, so... Uh, there's another one though that I've been excited about. I mentioned it um, another time when the trailer came out. It's called Never Going Back. And this was um, a, I mentioned it because this was a Pornhub exclusive, right? It was a Pornhub exclusive. Um, <laughs> back. <laughs> um, it's uh, a guy sleeps with the black girl. Yeah. 
I was trying to figure out like how that could work and yeah. I couldn't and you, He's you never nailed it. Back. Uh, yeah. nailed it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I had reviewed it or I had talked about the trailer because um, people had talked about it as a female super bad. Oh, okay. Uh, the trailer looked really funny. It's it's two girls, um, but that they are like kind of like doing their own thing and like do lots of drugs and drinking and they're waitresses and they go to work hungover and um, all the stuff. I didn't really know what it was much about, but I just heard good things. Um, and it showed up on uh, Amazon Prime last okay. week, um, which I was excited about because I didn't even know what it was coming out because uh, it had been like a, an independent movie, like kind of two theaters, but not that many or whatever. So um, so I watched it last night. Um, I liked it. But I didn't love it. Um, I would say that uh, the actors, the, the two actresses are great, but there's a lot more plot line. Um, they live at a in a house, kind of a rundown house with their brother and a roommate, and he has another friend that comes over all the time. And he's kind of like a, a wannabe drug dealer, like white wannabe gangster dude. Um, and they their friends um, play like a big role in the movie that the trailers like I don't remember seeing a whole lot of. Um, and so. When that stuff showed up, I was kind of like, I don't really know that I dug it as much. It was, it had some comedic relief, but it, I don't know that I really liked it. But I, I take great offense, I think, with calling this a female super bad, and I, I was trying to formulate why. Uh, whoever said that does not love super bad. I think uh, it's not that this movie is bad or shouldn't be compared. I just think it's a weird comparison. Once I've seen this movie, uh, super bad has a feeling to it. Um, of like the perfect, it's almost like the perfect like teenage comedy. Like it's one of the best teenage comedies of the last, you know, of any decade or mm-hmm. whatever of all the eighties and stuff like that kind of feeling. And this one only gets there in terms of like best friendship. Like seeing these girls and their friendship is like really kind of touching. But other than that, it's like a low down like they're they're like greasy like don't wash their hair like live in a shitty place. They're pretty shitty people. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you, they they try to make you, like, uh, there's, like, a neighbor that's, like, mow your lawn, and they just, like, flash back the, uh, the, that fine? Yeah. <laughs> the the, the uh, V. The yeah. V, yeah, over their lips uh, as, like, a, a rude gesture to her. But I was, like, you guys are dicks to her, though. Like, she's a good neighbor who keeps her lawn nice. Like, I don't know if I've gotten that old man syndrome or whatever, but, like, I was, like, I kind of like the neighbor more than I like you guys. Uh, but they're also charming. So, um I like the movie. I, I just I just don't think it should be compared to like super bad. Um, uh, it has a lot of um, like gross humor in it and stuff too, mm-hmm. uh, which some of it was good and some of it was bad. But uh, overall, I liked it. I would still recommend it. I just uh, the trailer is really good. If you like the trailer, I would say give it a shot. Other than that, um, I don't know if it's going to be a movie for you, but um, but on you know anything that's free, it's kind of easy to put on. Sure. So I would try it sure. that way. I'm yeah. looking at the description on the Just Watch app here, and it says. Waitresses Angela and Jesse dream of leaving their low-rent diner and heading to, audience, say it with me, Galveston, <laughs> Texas. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, they make fun of that a lot in the movie. The other people around them make fun of them going to Galveston, which I agree with. <laughs> well, it is bizarre because it seems like the only time I hear Galveston mentioned, especially living here in Oklahoma, is people uh-huh. are going to Galveston to get on a cruise ship to leave yep. and go, go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Galveston's okay. Yeah, it's like a, a cruise port. Uh, it has quote unquote beaches, but they're not like nice beaches. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they have, I, apparently they live in like South Texas in the movie. I, they don't really say. Um, so they're, I guess, fairly close. 
uh, to Galveston, but like I'll go there. We, you know, we've been there and stuff, but there's not a whole lot to do. It's, it's more of like uh, shopping has a lot of touristy stuff, restaurants on the wharf and you know, whatever, but like, it's not like a beach town, which is their whole reason they want to go like on a beach vacation. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because they mentioned like her roommate, her brother and their roommates and stuff make fun of them a lot for going to Galveston. Cause it's not much wherever they're at. It's not much further to go to Destin, Florida, which I've been to a lot and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I agree with that as well. Uh, sorry, any Galvestonites? I don't know what that is, but, uh, Galvestonians, uh, Galvestonians. Uh, sorry to you guys, but, uh, it's not, it's not a beach town. I mean, it is what it is. So, well, war has been declared on Galveston. I didn't, you I didn't heard mean it here first. Uh, <laughs> vote Bento. All right. So, yeah, let's move on to some of the, the movies that we watched together separately. Yeah. So the first one is going to be the 2017 Netflix film, The Ritual. And um, I watched that with my wife, uh, I think sometime last year, maybe earlier this year. I don't know. It all runs together and maybe mentioned it briefly Uh in the podcast. But you watched it. And Mm -hmm. uh, I went back last night after the missus went to bed and uh, kind of rewatched the last 20 minutes or so of this. Cool. Um, Just to remind myself what the... um, thing at the end uh look like uh-huh um yep. what did you what did you think of this movie overall yeah um so i had texted you about this uh the other day because i've been watching a lot of stuff and i didn't realize um uh that you had seen this before mm-hmm. i had mentioned it uh, and i told you though to go in without watching uh, having not known you'd watched it already i i said to, to go in and not watching the trailer uh because that's the way i did it and i thought that was really good I thought this movie was great. If you know very little about it, um, I'm going to try to keep whatever I say on here, unless we get into spoilers and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, I'll try to keep it light, but, um, the trailers give a lot away and having not known anything really about mm-hmm. it going into the movie, uh, I thought that was really good. Uh, the, the basic plot line is there's a group of friends who go on like a yearly trip and they decide to go hiking in, um, the Scandinavian wilderness, like in the mountains and the woods and stuff. And, that's all I really knew about it, mm-hmm. like literally going into I knew it was going to be like a horror movie, so I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't know if that was going to be like a killer or, you know, uh, whatever it might be in the woods, something, I don't know. But uh, to me, it was really cool kind of going blind, and I was so pleasantly surprised by how well-crafted this movie was, um, was the, the best thing I could think I could say for it. So I, I thought it was just visually uh, very good. Yeah, same here. Um, I thought the storyline was... Pretty good as well. Uh, I'm trying to re- remember uh-huh. um, because it's like a two-hour-ish movie. That's like a, a, a fairly mm-hmm. long movie, but it keeps you entertained throughout. Um, yeah. But you may have to remind me. There, are, there are four friends that are going to uh-huh. um, there that are doing this walk, and some <laughs> shit happens with a, a couple of them. Um, uh-huh. Kind of by the end there. Mm. That might be a spoiler. You're trying to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I think. Yeah. That, okay. That. So spoiler from here on out. For this movie? Yeah, if you want, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Because uh, 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 before that, I would just say that, yeah, that little description I gave you, I think, for me, was really good to go mm-hmm. in it. So if, if it's basically like, take our word for it, that it's it's a, it's a cool movie and stuff, and you'll, you'll be intrigued. But uh, if you want to know some spoilers as well, then keep mm-hmm. listening. So yeah. for real, though, 
now spoilers For from real. from yeah. spoiler. So um, I don't remember what happens to a couple of those friends. I just know there are two of them. Uh, of course, two two of the white ones uh, survive to the end. Brown guy mm. out of there. Got to get the brown out. one out. Yeah, get the brown one out. I, I don't even. You know? I didn't even uh, pay attention to his name because I was like, he's going to yeah. die. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just put your hand up in front of the, the screen whenever he's on. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, holy shit. The uh, the creature at the end, the, uh, uh-huh. what is it, like the, the forest god or whatever, that is some righteous character design. It just looks so it's creepy, cool, man. but it looks like, yeah. it looks like that's what it should look like. It, it looks like uh-huh. alien, but it also looks like very natural and primal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good word for it and then like when they shove the um the the main guy the, the guy who survives when they shove him down to the ground and then they kind of rear back like the, like mm. a totem like a totem pole almost yeah um man it just looks looks so cool i i did not expect yeah. that from a movie that you would just stream on netflix like they, they I know. did a great job yeah. with all that Production value was really yeah. good. Uh, design and stuff was really good. Did you do you remember when you watched this? Had you seen a trailer? Did you know much about I, it? I think we. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we did watch the trailer. I think we just read the description. Mm-hmm. And you know how on Netflix cool. it will have um, if you watch it on Apple TV, it'll automatically play like a trailer or whatever. I think maybe yeah. it started playing a little bit as we were okay. reading the description, but I don't recall watching the trailer ahead of time because. The, okay the description seemed intriguing enough and maybe a little bit uh-huh. of the trailer that we saw was, uh, made us want to go ahead and click to, to watch it. Yeah. But yeah. Enough. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I, this is one of those, I didn't watch the trailer before, but I went afterwards to be like, if I recommend this to people, you know, sometimes it's like, like never going back. I'd be like, watch the trailer. If that intrigues you, then go watch this movie. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, with this one, I would say the other opposite thing though. Like once I saw it, I was like, Oh my God, there's, you wouldn't know it obviously outside of context, but like, there's a lot of stuff like where I went in very blind to it. Um, it was awesome because I was, I had started it and Amanda came home from work or something like that. And then, um, I only got to watch like 40 minutes and then I watched like another 30 minutes here and there and then finally finished it. And I kept telling her, like, I I would pause it and be like, I don't even know what's happening. Like, I think there's a witch. I maybe like there's something (laughs) weird. And I was like, I'm totally down. Like it actually felt to me like, uh, what I expected Blair witch project to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I only watched that a few years ago for the first time. And after that many years of buildup, it didn't really hold. Uh, and after so many years, but, um, this to me was, I was like, it's so creepy. They're waking up with these like nightmares and that was really scary. And I didn't know what was happening. And that's what sold the movie to me. Like, I think if I had known that I would have liked it, but like not knowing it, I loved it. Yeah. I was like, I don't know where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, and it was just there so was a shot in the trailer, um, that I remember from the, the movie itself where it's, it's like one of the guys like looking out into the forest and on screen, all you can Mm. see is a bunch of like vertical trees, uh, vertical, Mm. um, tree trunks or whatever. And it just holds that for a second. And then you can see like one of the knots on the tree turns out to be a hand and the fingers move and like hide behind it. And it's just Uh uh, so perfectly creepy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so that's a good scene, right? Mm. That, that scene was so perfectly creepy. When I watched it in the trailer, I was like, Oh my God, they showed that in the trailer. That fucking sucks because whenever I saw that happen, you know, he's going to, he thinks he sees light because they've been in the dark woods and he thinks he's going to get somewhere and he goes and it's just more open woods, essentially there's less, like fewer trees. And then he sees that hand go away and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, you know, not having seen that. So uh, I don't, I don't necessarily think that they shouldn't have made that trailer or not use those things. So obviously you got to sell mm-hmm. it and 
shows some of the scares, but uh, but yeah, that was like really like creepy and we you know watching it live essentially yeah. uh, in the movie itself. But uh, <laughs> I yeah. did laugh the first time I saw this movie, and then also again when I rewatched the end of it last night, where um, the the last surviving guy uh, of the four that we follow, he's walking through that house of that that cult or whatever, and um, mm-hmm. he lights some like people on fire, like some dried out people on fire upstairs oh, yeah, yeah. as he's walking down he comes downstairs and he sees the old lady that's in the house just staring at him and he just punches her right in the face they had a few okay they had two really weird jokes that i caught that was one of them that was like it was like too comedic <laughs> yeah, for the scene but it's funny yeah. right so i'm down with it also, whenever um, since we're in spoiler territory, I, I loved the setup uh, of the idea that they had gone with their other best buddy and they got robbed and he died. Mm-hmm. That was so jarring, and then it was cool how they brought it up again later on in the woods where you just see like the lights and stuff. That was so cool. But um, you know, there's a fifth guy, and uh, when they go hiking, because it was kind of his idea, they get up to that mountain to- or that hilltop in the beginning, and they have like the rocks, and they put his picture up. And they're all going to take a, a shot out of that flask. Yeah. And then uh, they do like the pour one out for your homies. But he pours it out and it lasts for like 22 <laughs> seconds. And they start laughing about it too. And it's like, but I was like, this is going on for like an extreme amount of yeah. time. Like he just sits there with it uh, like, upside down pouring out liquid for like a, a long time. That I was like, this is obviously a joke, right? Uh, but it was so weird, and then they don't mention it again. Like they just kind of laugh briefly, and they're just like, "We're done." And I, I thought that was weird. Uh, they put these little jokes in there, but otherwise, the movie's like really tonally very serious, yes. yeah, and you know, like uh, heavy, yeah. So, uh, but I'm down with that. Um, I will say, uh, I looked at this director, David Bruckner. He directed a movie called The Signal from 2007. It's a sci-fi movie. Um, that I had heard really good things about years ago, and I watched it, and I, I hated it. it um, I didn't like how it was made, but then uh, it was one of those I was so excited about, and then the payoff was so bad that it made me even more mad. Like, the movie was actually pretty good until the end, and then I was so mad about the ending <laughs> that I was like, this movie fucking sucks. Um, but it had some cool elements, and I think this is a, a much much better effort from him. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I actually would never have expected this to be that same director, mm-hmm. like even like stylized uh, ways, like things, choices he made or whatever. Um, this is a, a much more mature, grounded film, even though the weird elements mm-hmm. and stuff, it's still like the, the relationships and stuff are much more grounded and realistic. So uh, that was really cool. Uh, but I, man, I was so surprised by this uh, Netflix fucking random streaming movie and it was actually really right, really yeah. good yeah brandy uh, and i were really impressed with it as well so i'm glad you enjoyed it because uh you know cool. my taste in, in movies are uh yeah fair weather <laughs> yeah. It, it happened. Uh, whatever <laughs> the next movie we're going to talk about is resolution a movie mm. from 2012 mm. and um this was part of uh I want to say hideous energy, but it's uh, Erie International. Mm-hmm. They had a uh, meta May, I believe it was, or March. Mm-hmm. Too many M months. By that, That's I mean true. there are two of them. Yeah. Um, let's say meta May. And this was one of those movies. And so I knew it was going to be um, a little bit meta, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how and yeah. in what way. But then as the movie was playing, I kind of, I, I, I got it a little bit uh-huh. more. Um, 
what did you think about this movie? Uh, well, first I want to reiterate that uh, this is the movie that came that comes before The Endless that I mentioned recently in the podcast that I was so upset about. Um, oh, yeah. I forget yeah. about that now. This is yeah. that one, yeah. So, now uh, I'm intrigued by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I had watched The Endless not realizing that it was basically a sequel to this movie uh, and at least that it takes place in the same world. Um, and well, even this is my problem though with that movie is they didn't bill it as a sequel. Um, on Wikipedia, after I saw it, they were like, it's kind of a spiritual sequel. And I'm like, no, it's not a direct sequel in terms of there are two main characters in this movie and that movie is not following the same two characters, but it is the basic same plot, uh, or same like device. Okay. So, uh, I don't even have to spoil anything for you, Brent, basically for you to understand probably what's happening. Like I could tell you like, oh, these same characters show up. Do you understand what's happening? <laughs> like, and you yeah. might be able to get that a little bit. Okay. So yeah, it, there's some more mythology there and it definitely is a cool idea. I just, I'm upset that I had watched that one first. Okay. But so what you're going to do, you watch resolution. You'll probably watch, uh, the, the endless, endless next. which is yeah. on Netflix. Yep. Uh, I watched The Endless and then watched Resolution. Uh, and the way I tried to help it is I watched it as what if this was made second and this was a prequel. And it mm-hmm. still kind of works that way, um, that it was enough that I could like detach it, uh, disassociate it and be like, all right, this is kind of cool to see this different play out, you know, play out differently. Um, that said, uh, Resolution is a much better movie than The Endless. Okay. Um, right. Much better acted. Um, I, I like the actor, especially the... Uh, the guy that's on drugs. Uh, I thought he was oh, great. Oh, man, he was so good, yeah. Right? Um, Does that have crack in it? <laughs> to, to, I guess we should probably give the little plot line of this as well. Mm-hmm. Is, um, this is about like a, a guy who is a drug addict and he lives like in a cabin, a shitty like mattress on the floor, no insulation cabin in the, in mm-hmm. wherever. And a friend of his uh, who has tried to help him go to rehab and stuff for years gets a videotape. Uh, of him kind of going crazy at this cabin and shooting guns and stuff. So he decides to go and give one last shot and help his friend and get Trying clean of drugs. Trying to get him to go to, yeah, yeah. go to rehab, yeah. And then and while he said, no, no, no. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, fuck it. I, I hate my life. I just want to die and do drugs until I die, basically. Uh, so he chains him to a, a wall and is like, I'm going to get you clean in seven days. If you don't want to be clean and you want to die for seven days, I'll let you go and we can just never be friends again. Or whatever, and then they start getting like mysterious tapes and film canisters and like internet stuff or whatever, like all kinds of different secret messages. So it's like they don't know what's going on if someone's watching them or whatever, and it becomes kind of like a horror thing. Uh, so that's kind of the, the plot line of this movie, right? Right. Did I miss anything? I think that's um, the, the ballpark yeah. kind of plot of this cool. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the main guy that's the drug addict is really good in that role. He's very funny. Yeah. Um, but he's very like believable, I think. Uh, and, uh, and he has some really good lines and stuff. So I thought this one was a better movie and better acted than, than the other one for sure. Yeah. Um, and I should say for the listeners out there, the reason this movie is called resolution is because this takes place on new year's day. (laughs) It's an all-star cast. All the all the A-list celebrities are in this. <laughs> but, you know, they all have their own storylines. Yeah. And um, my favorite one is when Owen Wilson shows up. <laughs> he thinks the, the cabin that the junkie's staying in is a bed and breakfast. 
They're mm. like, no one, Wilson. Get out of here. He's like, wow. So when when he showed up on screen, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was so excited for it. <laughs> Worth uh, it. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, we're like two two and a quarter hours into this thing. Mm-hmm. It's getting loose and, and weird, man. So mm-hmm. yeah, lots of more jokes like that. <laughs> Prepare yourself. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah. yeah, the there there are parts of this movie where, like, the footage that we're we're seeing, um, mm-hmm. it starts to uh, glitch a little bit. Yeah, or maybe that's not the right word, but I yeah, know, I get it. Looks you. like there's maybe some uh, odd exposure on on the film mm-hmm. or whatever, like that we the audience are seeing, mm-hmm. and it it comes up from time to time. And there's even a shot like two-thirds of the way into this movie where it looks like the um, the main... Uh, well, one of the two main guys, the one who's not chained up in a house, is walking around, and it it seems like he can see us watching him almost because mm. he, he has his back to us. He's taking a picture of, like, the mountains or whatever, turns around and points his iPhone directly at us, mm-hmm. and then the camera cuts behind him and it looks like he's just taking a picture of a tree or whatever. Mm. But there are little things like that that makes it seem like they're aware that we as an audience are watching them. Mm. Interesting. Um, so what, what did you think of the end of this movie? Because I'm, I'm still not sure how I feel about it. Uh, are we in spoiler territory? Do you want to just like really get into it? Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, yeah. let me let me say one other thing. I saw that this movie was a like a Tribeca Film Festival entrant. Mm. Okay. Um, so that had me watch the movie in a different way, I guess. Yeah. Like, mm. um, I don't know if it's like how experienced the, the, the guys who made this movie are, but I was watching it as some people who were just like, I fucking love cinema. I'm going mm. to make this movie. So mm. I think I probably gave it a lot of yeah. passes on stuff mm-hmm. not that it was necessarily a bad movie but i was just kind of watching it's, it through like yeah. a, a creative lens i guess it's low budget independent so yeah i think that's yeah. a great lens to watch it from i, I didn't because uh, i didn't think mm-hmm. about that but yeah i think that's mm-hmm. actually really good so when it got to the end i was like oh okay so i guess that's a choice mm-hmm. that was made but i still don't know how i feel about it but mm-hmm. um yeah do you want to do spoilers from yeah here on out okay Let's do that um right, so. yeah spoilers yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh i i'm more curious i think uh before i say anything since i've seen the next movie okay uh i don't want to ruin anything so what what in particular are you thinking about or what it, I, maybe what do you okay. think of the ending first okay so i i like the idea that they found out that they were being watched and mm-hmm. they came across audio and video that would essentially predict the outcomes of certain scenarios Mm. and how they use that to avoid those scenarios. Mm -hmm. And then those same scenarios would occasionally play out. But instead of the violence happening to them, it would happen to, Mm. you know, those other two, uh, white guys that were, um, thought they were gangsters. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but the, the thing in particular, was like at the very end of the movie where the house was on fire and the the two guys run over there. Um, the junkie guy he he drops to his knees and 
I, mm. I guess I'm a little bit confused as to why he was running back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also... Yeah, I don't even know if I have an answer, yeah. Uh, the, the, other, the other white guy um, mm. was saying that, okay, we know that I can't go back home. But I was like, how do you know that? Did I miss something? I, I was very confused by that, too. Yeah, like, I think I missed that. Wh- why? You, yeah. you, you probably can. Just get in your car and go home. At one point, he says, like, a couple of scenes later, he says, I don't want to bring this back to my wife or whatever. It's uh-huh. like, okay, that makes sense. But yeah. what was the original impetus of that? I feel like that I was want, the only, you know? that had, that's the only thing he kept mentioning, so that's got to be it. But I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't. I thought there was maybe, like, something where it's like, oh, if I go back, my, the, the bridge I'm driving across is going to collapse yeah. or something like that, you know? More like Cabin in the Woods type yeah. of thing, whatever. Um, I think it really was just he was like, there's mm-hmm. some entity, there's something going on weird here, and I don't want to bring it back yeah. to my wife. He was like, she was pregnant, so, mm-hmm. or had a kid or something like that, so. Hey, uh, you know what? She was smoking hot, so. <laughs> uh, and you know she puts out. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite Patch Adams joke. That movie? <laughs> He's like, let's go to the maternity ward. You know, those chicks put out. <laughs> it's like the best joke. I love Robin Williams. Yeah. Such a good guy. Uh, so sad. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I don't know that I have answers for you on those. Uh, some of it, I feel like this movie, I, you have to give it a kind of a pass or just kind of be like, I don't really know that they mm-hmm. explained it as well as they maybe thought they did or something. But um, mm-hmm. but it's, okay. it's, like, it's like, okay, it's not a big deal, but... Um, that, that idea of him not being able to go back and stuff like plays more into the sequel, I would mm-hmm. say, uh, or like the end of this movie where it's like, he's like, can we try it another way? Um, mm-hmm. that plays into it a lot more and stuff. But, um, uh, I liked this, uh, having seen the next movie, it was weird because they didn't go into it as much as I expected. Some of the, the stuff that the next movie goes into, Um, and I don't know if I was supposed to, if I, if I had watched it the right way and not known about it, which you won't even be able to watch it that way because you do know the next one because I've told you Mm -hmm. it was like a sequel. But if you didn't, uh, I wonder what that experience would be kind of like having watched this one and then just going Mm -hmm. into the next, going into those directors next movie, not knowing these are related would be an experience that would be different. Yeah. Um, and I wish I would have had that. That, that take a lot of like happenstance to make that work right unless you just followed those directors specifically exactly which i i follow directors i'll watch stuff just because someone else is you know they've done another movie but not many people do that for one and Mm -hmm. i didn't even find that this way you know like i'd heard about these people because of this movie but then didn't realize that next movie was a sequel so i watched it first like i knew about them but like if if resolution was available on netflix or whatever mm, do you think you likely would have watched that first i definitely yeah i had to um i actually ended up getting uh shutter for another free week um Mm -hmm. because i had that on here but um i would have rented it or you know i was i was putting it off because of that i definitely would have watched it first yeah um and then i would have been much better going into the endless and stuff and probably more excited because i like i said i think this movie was good i think it's better than the endless so so at the very end of this movie, it shows like the, the camera's pointing at the, the two guys mm-hmm. and it, as it's, and it's kind of like high above the ground. It's like looking down at them. Yeah. And then there's an effect that looks like the film is kind of breaking the barrier between mm. us, the audience and them. Uh-huh. But then we can see like a shadow on top of them. And it, I guess it's like a creature of some sort or whatever. Something. Yeah. Is that, is that kind of the same thing that you got from it? 
Yeah, that's what I got from this one. Yeah. Uh huh. And then so it, it like, like roars. A, yeah. So it's like a, a pervert creature of some sort <laughs> that just watching humans do Brent, whatever. Uh, you like the show Big Brother, right? Yeah. This is how they film it. They, oh, okay. It's a it's a big creature. They don't show it in this oh movie, but it's a big creature covered in cameras and microphones. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. We just had season 20 of Big Brother. This is like season 16 or yeah. so. Okay. Mm-hmm. You Boy, get this it. This is 2012, so season 12? Sure. What is math? <laughs> you get, I mean, you tell me, man. What is math? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I sing that every day no in geometry more. class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked out a lot. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I... It's hard for me to talk about this with you until you've seen the other one because I'm afraid I'm okay. going to ruin something, so I don't want to say much. But I'll make it a point to watch The Endless for okay. the next episode then. Yeah, and, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm really uh, intrigued as to, to where it goes uh-huh. because this... Uh, yeah. I did um, re-watch parts of the... I, I fast-forwarded through it last night after watching mm-hmm. uh, Resolution, and then I would, I would stop it on parts that I remembered like had to do with this one. Uh, in particular, if you recall, when I was talking about The Endless... Um, some of the characters come across the characters from Resolution in the Endless. Okay, and, but it, I, it's not just like a cameo, and I, that's when I realized, like, oh my god, this is the same. This is the same universe. It's like a fifteen-minute scene, so it's oh, wow. like significant. Had you not seen this movie, right? And you'll see that. Yeah. Uh, but also one well, one thing I'll spoil for you a little bit. Whatever, if you remember, like the the Endless is about two guys who left a like UFO death cult in the middle of nowhere. And mm-hmm. they, they have them like going back to that area. So um, you see them, those characters in this movie as well. Um, yeah. The guy runs across those people in white mm-hmm. and uh, it's the two directors. Um, and then like some other guys there too, whatever. And so when I saw it in this one, I was like, Oh, that's cool. They ran across them in the cult. And then I've mm-hmm. seen them later on. And that was a weird, when I said like, I watched this as a prequel, that was a weird moment. That was kind of cool. But um, yeah, so it's like that. It's not that scene and the Atlas. Okay. It's another one that they come across, but um, mm-hmm. that's how they're connected. You know, like they're obviously like definitely intertwined. They are not separate movies. <laughs> so they definitely should be like experienced, you know, in a row basically. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But yeah. Intriguing. Mm. Indeed. Steven. Indeed. Even Steven. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I dug this one. I, I wish I would have watched it first. I am still curious to listen to that podcast of hideous energy mm-hmm. about what they thought of it and stuff. Did you actually listen to that one? I can't remember what you'd said. Uh, it's actually Erie International. Um, and I did that other time. And it was, yeah, it's, I, I get them confused all the time as yeah. well. It's episode 144 where mm-hmm. they talk about resolution. So I haven't listened to it yet, but it is okay. on my queue to, uh, to listen to. So I didn't know if you had before. I was curious what they had thought about it in general. No, but. no, I wanted to go into it blind since it cool. was a uh, meta movies. Um, I just, yeah, I want to be able to to watch them myself and then yeah. listen back. You know, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds. It's good. like uh, having a conversation with friends where you don't get to speak. <laughs> it's interesting. It's not fun, but it's also really fun. <laughs> <laughs> every uh, every new person that's like my family or friend or whatever that listens to the show, they're always like, "Oh mm-hmm. man, I had such a good point for that." And I'm like, "I know. That's the yeah. Mm-hmm. That's well, the you know what? joy and yeah shame." Let's stop right now and let them say their piece. Hmm, that's a good point, guys. Good Never point, guys. About that. Yeah. Good point. Uh, we'll good take job. that in consideration. Mm-hmm. I can't respond yeah. to it because I don't know what you said, but good point, though. Yeah. Good point. Uh, we weren't paying attention anyway. So uh, no. the final movie. I went to the bathroom. We'll be discussing. 
Uh, it was quick. Yeah. Uh, is the Belko experiment from yeah. 2016. And um, this movie is written by James Gunn, directed by somebody. I know. Uh, I don't remember now. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> who, who it was. Um, I don't. I don't even know why I brought it up. Well, mm. I mean, it's good to tell who who he was. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't remember either. So. I'm trying. Oh, to look okay. It up. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, movie. Just to, oh wait 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 you got it. Greg McLean. Ah, on the tip of your tongue. All right, as there. you said it. Well, yep. Um, I watched this movie last night with Brandy. Oh, and, uh, I'd okay. I've really been looking forward to it, and I knew that James Gunn had something to do with it. I was thinking that he directed it, but yeah, mm. he he wrote this. Yeah, and um, man, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah, uh, I do. I do have one like slight criticism uh-huh. for it. But we can get to that when we we talk about spoilers. But cool. um, do you want to set up the the premise? You're a lot better than oh. that than me. Okay, uh, I'll do what yeah. I can. Yeah. Uh, so the premise for this one is uh, there's a uh, corporation in the middle of uh, like Colombia, I think mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, kind of like in a compound. It's like um, Americans uh, and Colombians that work there and stuff. But it's like an American company. Um, there's like 74 people that work there that are Americans. Um, one day they show up to work and they're regular security guards cause they're like in a compound and everything to keep them safe. Uh, but the regular security guards are gone and there's more like military security guards there and they don't really know what's going on. And they're letting some people in and letting like turning others away and they get into the office and it's kind of like a normal office, uh, whatever. And then all of a sudden in the middle of the morning, the intercom comes on and it's like, you have... 30 minutes, I don't remember the first one, 30 minutes to kill two people or we're going to kill a lot more of you. And then things slide up all the windows and it's like the entire building gets covered in steel. There's no doorways out. There's no windows out. They can get on the roof, but they can't get down. Um, And so they're like, this is like a joke. But uh, it kind of leads from there where they realize like there's something going on. They don't know what it is, some type of experiment. But essentially all these people are being told to it's like an office setting and all these people are just being told to murder each other right yeah yeah so just a normal tuesday at work normal for most of us yeah i love how it starts out though with that not even spoilery but just like Mm -hmm. how it really they they do kind of nail it feels kind of like office space without being so funny uh it just feels like a drab normal office and then it's like oh what if one day someone was just like on the intercom Mm -hmm. murder all your coworkers? it's pretty fucked up yep yeah (laughs) Um, and then there's like on sites, uh, like military or whatever. Yeah. So if they try to hang banners or whatever, they get shot at. Yeah. Um, but man, I, there were some twists to this movie. Uh huh. Um, I guess maybe not twists, but like there are goals that are to be accomplished by a certain time frame that mm. j- just barely miss that. <laughs> that. Oh, mark. I know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, they're not fucking around. No. They are not, and uh, it's a cool, it's a cool premise. Um, I was wondering how it would play out also in today's climate with like gun control and all these, you know, mass shootings mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, there, for one, there's hardly any guns in the movie. Uh, it's it's a lot. It, it kind of steers clear of that, so it doesn't feel. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't feel any connection to that personally um, of any kind of like bad vibes. It just felt like a, a horror movie, like whatever. Like everybody mm-hmm. has shitty work experiences and shitty offices and joke about you know like wanting to kill their coworkers or whatever and so it kind of plays on that notion and, and i think it worked yeah so yeah um matter of fact there's somebody who uh 
gets murdered with a tape dispenser, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty pretty inventive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I like that stuff. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, a lot more inventive than just shooting people with guns yeah. or whatever. Yeah, for sure. So there is some of that. Um, the I like the the cast in this movie a lot. Yeah. Like, um, there's a it, it seems fairly diverse for this type of environment. I guess uh-huh. like there's there's a guy from Australia. You know, that interacts with, you know, other white people, you know, diversity. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I mean, like there's the the security guard who's who's black. Uh There's the new hire. Um, I'm not sure if she's Colombian or. Yeah. Or what she's she's of some. um, Yeah. uh, I guess South American descent, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of different characters to like for various reasons. And Mm -hmm. even the characters you don't like you still kind of like in a way is there. It's just a lot of interesting people to watch, I guess is mm. the best way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good uh, actors in there too and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, um, I would like to shout out a character name or a, an actor named, uh, Brent Sexton. Uh, we got, yeah. a, we got a Brent, we got a Brent in this movie, you know, <laughs> I feel uh, like I know I that remember. name too. What does he look like? I can't like? remember his, his character's name, but he was uh, in a TV show called the killing that was on AMC. Oh, okay. Back. Yeah. Eventually went to Netflix. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, he was the guy oh, that yeah. hires the the new hire. Um, gotcha. Yeah, but, I like him. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah. Um, so Go should, we just, should we just jump into spoilers? Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole okay. lot more else to say. I yeah. think. Yeah. So the <laughs> the scenes where like people would have their heads just exploded. Uh huh. A lot of blood. <laughs> there's a lot of blood in this movie. So gory. Fact, my, my wife commented on that. She's like. Did this movie have a quota to meet? Yeah, for, right. <laughs> for just blood and I'm, gore? I'm so like, shocked that she watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that. So. Yeah. Why well, held her hostage? Yeah. I said, you must watch this movie with your husband. Or, uh, I don't know. Uh, explode her head. I, I don't want to say anything too bad. <laughs> She'll be mad at me. Just watch this movie with your husband. Yeah. So, um, the the end of the movie where there's just like one lone survivor mm-hmm. from the from the office uh, yeah that set of employees i was a little disappointed that it was just like the 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 main like white guy what was his name uh, mike or whatever yeah it's like, like I, I don't know why it had to be him i was kind of hoping it was going to be his girlfriend in the uh-huh. movie first of all not bad to look at oh yeah she's second great. of all mm-hmm. she's she seemed like she was more capable and level-headed than he was. Yeah. And she didn't die because of being hot-headed or making poor decisions. It was just like a stray bullet yeah. or whatever. Um, so that could that have been was, his stray bullet. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind I, of a bummer. I like that too because they, uh, one of the things, I like this movie, like you said, it's it's not twists really. It's just like yeah. um, unexpected plots that yeah. like all of a sudden it's like, oh fuck, they just like change that up. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You're also following this B plot line of um, that the new hire, as she's like hiding everywhere and people keep finding her and stuff. She's mm-hmm. a terrible hider, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I pointed that out. Uh, she got she's found good out until she isn't. <laughs> yeah, she got found yeah. out constantly. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, but then it's like you follow her and she's doing all these things and getting away from people all the time. Mm-hmm. And then like at the end of the movie, like she jumps down from the elevator and opens up and she gets shot in the head. And it was like, yeah. oh, that was it. Like yep. she's done. So it's I, like, I really, yeah, I, I really thought she was going to take out somebody like big, you know, like I, yeah. maybe the boss or something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
I thought she was going to be the lone survivor. I thought that's what they were gearing mm-hmm. up for. Yeah. Uh, and then they did that. It was subversive from what you thought. It was different. So again, like you're saying, I think that kind of leads into that where mm-hmm. his girlfriend caught a stray bullet. That could have been his stray bullet. And mm-hmm. it could have been her all of a sudden instead of him being the protagonist of the whole movie. It's like, oh, we're yeah. going to shift to her. I think would have been better. But um, The girlfriend. I need to look up her name. I feel bad just calling her the girlfriend. But she has mm-hmm. this like ear piercing in her left ear that has like a, a string attached to or not a string but like mm. a um i don't even know what you would call it i don't wear jewelry uh for <laughs> ear stuff you know but it's like <laughs> oh a, i remember it, you're it's, saying it's connected from the top of it's her like ear a chain. To, to the bottom yeah it's a, yeah. yeah there you go yeah oh my god a chain <laughs> obviously the right word holy shit um her name is adria Ar- Ar- arhona okay i guess is leandra this her leandra name. okay yeah um she she had this thing on her ear, the chain. Uh-huh. I was like, her ear is going to get ripped off. I know what they're doing. I know what's happening. But it never did. Uh, uh, but I was funny. so nervous for that every time. Uh-huh. And it, I was also like, man, she's she's still wearing her heels, huh? Like, we're mm. about uh, 18 murders in. She still has her heels yeah. on. Eventually, she takes them off and is able to run around a little bit <laughs> easier. But, yeah, I, I thought that was weird. And there were a lot That's of people funny. that still had their, like, shirts fully buttoned up, ties on, tucked in shirts, uh-huh. all of that stuff. I'm like, no, nah, uh-uh. Nah, bro. No. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. No, you gotta yeah. you gotta have a movement and stuff. Mm-hmm. The stuff's too restricting. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I uh, I I like this a lot. I had heard about it. I um, didn't know much about it. I knew it was gonna be gory and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was gonna ask you about too, though, was um, this was written by James Gunn. He had written it, I guess, years ago, and then didn't get a chance to make it. And then he became uh, an actual. Like, I, from what I understood of it, he, it's almost like he became such a big director with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. that at the t- he got uh, approached to do this again. And then um, at that time, he was like, well, I'm not going to direct it now, but I want this other guy to direct it, uh, which is cool. But um, I was wondering if you had seen his other earlier stuff, like, uh, in particular, Slither from James Gunn. I've not seen Slither. I have okay. seen Super, though, and I like okay. Super quite a bit with Rain Wilson. I need to give them another shot. I didn't like it as mm-hmm. much when it came out um, from all the reviews and stuff, but yeah. I like Rain Wilson a lot and like the and Pe- uh, Alan Page. Yeah. Um, I like the idea, but uh, Slither I watched a few years ago, and I want to watch it again. Um, it's, uh, it is also very gory. Uh, he came up through, like, um, trauma. Trauma? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was explaining it to Amanda. Trauma is like this. I don't even know much about it, but it's like these disgusting Two movies. Words. <laughs> Toxic yeah. Avenger. That's it. That's all you need. Whatever that. They're whatever disgusting. Whatever those combined words yeah. mean to you, that's that's it. accurate. <laughs> yep. So he came up through them. So it makes sense. Like he came up with this like schlocky, gory, cheap, you know, small budget movies, whatever. And uh, he's gotten a bigger budget now, so they're just even worse, basically, which is great. But. Uh, this felt like a uh, this thing kind of vibe for me. Like I, I totally got this was like a James Gunn movie. It's yeah. sharp, it's quick, it's fucking gory, um, and it's fun, you know. So, uh, but I didn't know if you'd ever seen that. So I would I would recommend that one. It's it's pretty good. An- another thing that James Gunn is really good at is like, here's the premise, here's the characters, let's go. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not rushed or anything like that. You don't have so much setup before uh-huh. you get to the main thrust of the story kind of yeah. like venom it just takes so fucking long yeah, it yeah. meanders and meanders and meanders this is really like here you go let's mm-hmm. let's watch this movie yeah which which i like a lot yeah that's cool um mm-hmm. a quick thing i was i'm on the wikipedia page and the posters on here 
Mm-hmm. I've noticed it's like a, a picture of a guy's back as he's and there's like blood splattering everywhere. He's like about to like club somebody. Yeah. Uh, I always I never really paid that much attention to it. I thought it was just a brick in his hand or something, but it's the tape dispenser. Yes, yeah, tape dispenser. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the cover. That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I like this movie quite a bit. Yeah, uh, it's fun. In in the way this movie ends, where um, uh, the 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 main white guy he kills the uh, the dude in that hangar or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, he blows up all of those people, and then he walks out, and then we can like the camera pans back and we can see yeah. that somebody else is watching him and then like all these other people. And it had a very like cabin in the woods type yeah. of feel. To that was me, cool. You know? Yeah. Um, which, which I thought was awesome. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if we need to visit some of those other stories or, oh, what, yeah, but I think this was a fun enough movie that I would potentially watch another. I know. Yeah. Movie. I just see what happens. want it to be. I don't want it to be more of the same, but I don't mm-hmm. also don't want it to be, wouldn't want it to be too different. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know? So I don't know how you would. Well, I'll offer this. I think you could, you could keep the level of violence and the same type of tone and humor and stuff. But what I think would be cool with this that they could do is that you pan out and you see so many of these events have happened. Like it's this huge corporation, all their different places around the world are apparently doing this same experiment. So, uh, what I liked about this movie was the power dynamics between people, I was telling Amanda, like, this movie's really gory and fun and whatever, but it's also, I love, like, social dynamics and how people react to situations. So, uh, you in this movie, you got, like, the COO and these, like, former military guys, and they're, like, trying to get the guns and trying to rule everything and make all the decisions and stuff, and that plays out in certain ways. Like, they, they basically get their goal, but there's so many social dynamics at work, you could do so many different ways. Like, another movie very easily could start with a COO coming out and being like, we're going to do this, this, and this, and someone just walks up and shoots them in the head. And that yeah. entire plot line then goes away, and now you have this other person who is, like, meek at work and all of a sudden mm-hmm. murders everybody, you know? Yeah. So I think you could you could do a completely different mm-hmm. story with the same exact, like, ending, essentially. Like, they're still going to yeah. get to one person, but there, there's a lot of avenue to make that really fresh and intriguing that whole time, so. You could do different workspaces, like maybe one there is... There you go. An employee day at an aquarium. Yeah. You know? The employees at <laughs> an aquarium. They're throwing octopi around, you know? <laughs> Bringing that back. Someone's um, like, I saw Sharknado. I'm going to send this shark your way. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you need to do, man. Yeah. One takes place at Six Flags. Oh, you know? yeah. All ro- roller coaster deaths. Mm-hmm. I like that. A Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got these mascots out there. Ball pits. Mm-hmm. People using yeah. the animatronic... Uh, possum playing a banjo oh, as a man. weapon. I like that idea. Yeah. Maybe they come alive. I don't know. It's a whole new genre. Mm-hmm. Could be a whole new thing. Bring in um, that uh, Five Nights at Freddy crowd. Yeah, I don't know much mm-hmm. about that. Yep. I'm glad I dropped that reference on you. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. <laughs> I did want to say, too, we keep just calling him the white guy. White guy Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, white yeah. Mike. But uh, that is uh, John Gallagher Jr., who... Uh, mm-hmm is the other male lead in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and he's also the uh, antagonist in uh, uh, Hush on Netflix, which is the – he's the guy that's uh, trying to break into the woman's house who's deaf. Yeah. Um, I like him a lot. He uh, he is actually Brent uh, Shield Yourself. He's actually Brent? He's <laughs> Is he me? Should... Am I him? 
<laughs> he Am is I actually burnt. the wrong person. <laughs> no, sure. he's uh, shield yourself from this. Uh, he is a Tony Award uh, winning uh, musical. I don't know if the word is singer uh, mm-hmm. star uh, for oh, like wow. Broadway and stuff. Uh, he was in American Idiot. Uh, from the, oh, the uh, Green Day, the Green Day one. Uh, yeah. He was in this. Uh, his opening thing was this uh, thing called "Spring Awakening" by uh, the artist uh, Duncan Sheik. Uh, but he's like he started off on like Broadway stuff, and then has shifted into acting, I guess, more and more. And uh, I like him a lot, so I was just really glad. I didn't know even even know he was in this movie um, mm-hmm. until he showed up, and I was like, oh, he's like the protagonist. That's really cool. So shout out to that guy, John Gallagher Jr. Okay, White Mike. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah all right yeah so yeah we'll see um i mean that's the end of our script but i could add like another three or four movies if you want to keep going yeah i mean at this point we might as well just keep going until our next recording you know (laughs) no but seriously anything else did you have any other things with the belker experiment or whatever. Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. I, yeah. Definitely worth a watch. So yeah. um, it's streaming on HBO, and mm-hmm. I think is that it might on Shutter? Right Do they have movies like that on? Uh, I will double check. Um, Belco experiment. Um, every time I do Belco, it uh, I either do it wrong and it does Belloc, or I spell <laughs> Belloc, or it spells Belloc, and I have to do it again. Uh, good times. Uh, HBO is the only thing it's streaming on right now, but you can okay. you can rent it and buy it and stuff. So sure, but. yeah, definitely worth watching. That I think it was probably out of all the movies that I watched, I think that was probably my favorite. Yeah, um, yeah. So I uh, definitely worth watch. I like things for different reasons, but I that that was probably the most fun I had for sure. Um, out of the the horror movies and stuff we watched, whatever. Um, it was uh, I was glad I watched it. I I've been putting it off since it came out. I heard good, you know, pretty good things, and uh, I'm glad I finally checked it out, though. So, but taking all the movies that you watched, you know, for this episode, uh huh. Baywatch number one, yeah, Belco. Then I don't know three or four or whatever. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> it's like Baywatch. Skip a bunch of lines. <laughs> Belco experiment. <laughs> Listen, Baywatch man, I, gets one, two, and three. Basically, uh, there's something. I definitely recognize that context matters uh, for movies, for anything, right? But uh, if if I'm going into a movie that I think is going to be terrible and it's really great, it's going to even it's going to be even better to me, you know. Look, you so. don't need to explain yourself to me. <laughs> Fair I enough. I understand. Fair I enough. get it. Yeah. You know, I'm to the audience. Board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't hey. want to apologize for it though, so I shouldn't. I take that all back. You guys all suck if you don't like it. <laughs> wow is that what you're going for we only have two listeners left uh, damn this far, and uh yeah wow damn all right yeah. so yeah let's wrap it up here okay uh, if you have a show suggestion question comment dog picture pop culture combat contender hmm, seems like something we should bring back probably mm. uh or something specific that you want us to discuss be sure to contact us you can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And why wouldn't you at LTAS pod? You can follow Steven on Letterboxd and Twitter at StevenFisher22. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And I should say, for October, people tend to change their Twitter handle to uh, something fun and spooky Ooh. or whatever. So I've changed mine to the Hib Goblin. If you want to change yours and shoot it over to us, yeah, do so. You know, it'll be fun. We'll mm-hmm. have a good time. 
We'll have a good time, goddammit. Listen, we will. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Dude, I'm running on empty. We're always at three hours here. Oh, it's a good song for Forrest Gump. Running on empty. That's how it sounds. Is a radio on? Yeah. yeah. It sounded just <laughs> like it. I don't remember it being in falsetto. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> Well, uh, long episode. We haven't done one of those in a long time, but um, you can almost say it's been a while. Been a while. But uh, yeah, it was good talking to you, Brent, and uh, good talking to you, audience. So uh, until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Yeah, let's talk later. Let's call it there. Holy, holy, but Jesus. of the night and I was like man here's a good sync word mm. and then I do not totally do not have it yeah totally gone uh, um, we could do like Halloween themed ones like spooky or boo uh, <laughs> I feel like now we have to do boo uh, <laughs> okay cool with, the, with that uh, with the yeah the boo. emphasis uh huh alright so boo on three <laughs> Man, I like yours. That was good. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Boo. <laughs> Excellent. I think yours had a couple of extra O's. They might have. Yeah. I, but so, in a good way. Well, you know, thank you. That's, that's what a ghost would say. You know? <laughs> Mine was just like internet fandom. So. Well, listen. Uh, you'll or get anti-fandom. There. You'll get yeah. there. You have to ghost for a while to mm-hmm. to become good at it. And, you know. I guess, I guess I'm just not that white. Nope. Well, I definitely am. <laughs> take a look at me. <laughs> I might take my shirt off to go swimming. Oof. Blinding white. Blinding. All right, and sync with boo mm. on three. One, two, three. Boo. Boo-berry. Oh. That's going to throw off the recording process, Steven. <laughs> Got to do it again. But um, whenever... Uh, <laughs> I got so excited about that other stuff and I started talking about it that I don't remember what my main point was. Which is real fun. What did you just say? Uh, I'm gonna need you to edit this out. <laughs> We're leaving it Fuck. in. Um, what did I say? I said the. Um, There's something that sparked it for me. Hmm. I forgot what I said now. Comedic. Yes. Comedic yeah. elements. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>